0: Bearcat Bounce Podcast, back at it again. It's a Monday. We're back again on a Monday, not a Tuesday. Not a rainstorm-filled weekend leading to need to be pushed to Tuesday. But yet again, it is a rainstorm-nasty weekend, if you will, leading to a Monday night. It's a little bit later in the night for the BBP, which would explain why it is a little nasty if you want to roll that way but when it comes down to it it's another monday where we get to rehash talk literally go wall-to-wall coverage on everything bearcats to the point where we are talking about former bearcats who are making a move in a tournament where they have the potential to win a million dollars all to the team at once it's also a monday where we will chat more about the upcoming nfl season as the bearcats in the nfl hashtag bearcats in the nfl aaron you started something there is going to be a, a main topic that we touched on as well also on Monday, where we get to bring in my guys, my pals. Only only two of them so far, which means Aaron Smith, Ryan Royer. Gentlemen, how are we? Doing all right. Glad to get this show on the road. Yeah. I, delay, obviously, for, for obvious reasons tonight. The TBT, the nasty natty. Head coach, Kashmir Wright, leading the squad to another victory. Regional champions, the the regional in Norwood champions, they've got that, that court with an X in the middle of it, taking home that regional championship. Uh, big win tonight. That's why we pushed back the game. Chad was at the game, so he will be back on the pod to rehash all of that. But, uh, you know, we had to start because uh, the the room's going to get busy, get buzzy, and we got to roll with it. So, Ryan, how are we, man?
1: Doing good, man. Just happy to be here with y'all. Looking forward to chopping it up a little bit. A little, little, little chopped
0: and screwed. Aaron, how was the weekend?
2: It was good. We had Brenix's birthday party and uh, got to see some family come out to Athens. Some for the first time since I've been out here and some they've been out here before. So it was,
0: it was good. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, a little Brennick's B-Day, any uh, special cake or, or, or special dishes? Did, did you get the, uh, what's it called, the smash cake for young Brennick's? Did she did she get she did. all in there? Yeah?
2: No, she she just wanted the berries on top. She wasn't even into, like, making a mess. She just just wanted the berries. Fair enough,
0: fair enough. That's um, one of the joys of a uh, youngster's birthday party is a smash cake, but also the uh, the drinks that you partake in as well. But it was just yeah. berries for, for old Brennick's.
2: I mean, we had a smash cake. She just wanted the berries, like the berries that were on top. She she wasn't interested in the the cake itself very okay. much.
0: Okay, yeah, Royer, you'll see when uh, when it comes time for you that the the kids' birthdays—one, two, three years old—you get invited to those. It's just a reason for adults to get together and uh, kind of relive the glory days and throw back a few, and as the kids run around and and make each other tired, so. It's uh, a yeah. something to look forward to, <laughs> I guess.
1: <Yeah.
0: laughs> you Sounds get your sister good. in there to make a make some smash cakes for the upcoming B days, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it'll be fun. you're telling me how was your weekend in another Reds game? Did you go to or
1: no? I was in uh Columbus this weekend, saw uh, saw my girlfriend, we just kind of like hung out, grilled out on Saturday with the boy Will Adams. Hey, he came over, grilled some burgers and chicken. Um a fun time. Then went saw my family on Sunday. It was my brother's birthday. I turned twenty three, so we got a little uh, beef tenderloin. My mom picked up from the Italian market and did her magic. It was it was a good little Sunday, but yeah, it was a solid weekend. Debbie yeah.
0: on the on the ones and twos. Her birthday last week. Your brother's birthday this th- this weekend. Crazy. No, right, good for her. Keep the Royals in line. Gotta love that. Um, but yeah, I mean, Chad will be here soon. He was there for the victory over Zip Em Up, the old Xavier squad. And then, of course, there tonight for the uh, the victory over the program for autism, a, a team that had a lot of history of success in the TBT. We'll, we'll dive in, talk all about that when Chad gets here. But, you know, for for us three, we've got to do a little, a little filibustering. And uh, you know, speaking of filibustering... You know, sometimes you you're, you're driving in your, in your car and you get a little filibuster going, and before you know it, you get your eyes off the road because you're just trying to fill in all this time with random words. And before you know it, you turn around and you rear end somebody, or you drive off and you hit the median, or you, you know your tire flies off. Well, you can head over to Danco Transmission now again. get yourself fixed up. Ask for Danco Joe. Tell him nasty natty. Tell him tell him Royer. Tell Aaron, BBP, get yourself a little, uh, little fixing. $10 off your next oil change or 10% off your next fixing to your car. Dan, co-transmission and auto care. Uh, guys, not only is was there a lot of excitement on the hardwood with, uh, with this TBT tournament, obviously, obviously, but there's excitement because football is right around the corner. Uh, the big-time NFL season is getting ready to get underway with a little training camp firing up this week. Players report tomorrow, if I believe Royer. I'm sure Alec probably let you know that. And then Wednesday is when it does truly fire up. Uh, It's a lot of excitement going on for former Bearcats in the NFL. You know, first off, Aaron, I gotta, I gotta ask your hashtag Bearcats in the NFL. Yeah. Did you trademark that or is it, was it just free market? Uh, I just started doing it.
2: I don't know. I mean, I'm, I feel like I was not the first one to do it, um, right. but I'm, I'm certainly the most active in using that particular
0: hashtag. So it's because the, uh, the recruiting department, they have latched on to that as well, taking it full steam ahead. So it's, uh, it's going to, going to raise a lot of excitement because not only, you know, there's not a handful of, of bear cats in the NFL that you got to keep tracks on this year. It's, Right now heading into the uh, training camp time it is what what was it a total of I, I had it earlier 31 there you go 31 active bearcats in the NFL. 31 on 20 different teams. Uh, Madden ratings obviously were all the star last week Travis Kelsey in the 99 club. You know, sauce Gardner with a 93. And then you had him, you know, a clip of him locking down Garrett Wilson, another clip of him gifting a chain to Aaron Rodgers. Just sauce them up, continuing to, to, to drip in the sauce, if you will. Um, Desmond Ritter, the, the second lowest overall rated starting predicted starting quarterback in the entire NFL. Only a 70 overall for Des. So only way to go is up for for old Des. But uh, you know, guys. It's training camp season. I know you guys are NFL fans, big NFL fans. There is a glutton of former Bearcats in the NFL. What, what I guess, would be some of your favorite storylines that you're going to keep track of, especially with, with things starting to fire up?
2: Um, Ryan, I'll, I'll let you go first. Yeah. These are all guys you used to play with.
0: So.
1: Yeah, <laughs> right? I mean... Obviously, I'm going to be looking out for my guy, Alec, but I'm interested to see how Dez does. Um, It's a big step, but I think it's something he's built for. Um, I'm just, you know, kind of how Atlanta's been struggling, Uh, not a lot of proven weapons. So I, I just am a little nervous for him, like to take some of the flack and some of the heat for maybe a team that isn't really ready to win yet. But mm-hmm. if there's a guy that can handle that, if there's a guy who can kind of will his team to win, it's Dez. So I, I'm gonna I am excited for, for him for that challenge because those are the kind of things he's built for and he loves. Uh obviously Ahmad's gonna be all over the socials. He's gonna have another standout year. Might solidify himself as cornerback one if he does what he's supposed to do. Hard knots. Uh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> And with with Rodgers and Garrett Wilson there, it's just going to be, I think that's going to be good for him in camp, just to get good quality reps because Garrett Wilson's looking nutty. Aaron Rodgers is just going to be able to put the ball where it needs to be to be able to challenge him um, every single rep. So I, that'll be that'll be fun to keep up with. Um, excited to see what Josh Wiley does at Tennessee. Um, yep. You know, between Tannehill. Uh, Malik Willis and Levis. There's going to be some quarterback competition. There's going to be some high-octane offensive. Like they're often, There's going to be three guys battling for a spot, so there's going to right. be guys looking to make plays all over the field. I'm wondering how Josh is going to fit in with that. And another guy I'm really looking for is Majay. I know another year under his belt in the NFL. I think that's only going to do him wonders. So kind of keeping up with him at camp and seeing what he's – how he's progressing, how they look to utilize him uh, with no more J.J. Watt. So there's a lot of things going on. I'm excited.
0: Roy, I want to piggyback one quick question. So, you know, obviously Desmond Ritter is uh, all over social media and whatnot. A lot of people are either on one side or the other with Des. And, you know, there's been a lot of current tape that people have broken down and said it looks like Des can do all these things needed to do but what do you think the the confidence that other players on the team and that the coaching staff has openly talked about when it comes to des about how he you know he's a winner he's he's a leader what does that do for a player especially at the quarterback position when you have that much backing you know you you block out all the noise on social media but you have that much backing within the program itself that's got to do nothing but wonders for the player
1: yeah that's always good having your teammates and coaches believe in you. But I think what makes Des different is he kind of has those intangibles that I don't even think he would really need that in the first place. So I think that's only going to help him. But I think a guy like him, it would never be something he'd ever have to, like, ride with in order to kind of see more fruits to his labor, so to say. But it's always good to see. But, you know, you're never going to see, like, Guys on the team, are like, man, this is just sucking it up. I don't know if we're going <laughs> to win a game this year. So, right. But I think, I think what, what really sticks out to me is his leadership being complimented and being called a winner. And that's yeah. hard to do being a second year guy. And you, you win the job, and guys are already thinking that stuff about you. So, that's all pointing in the right direction for him. So, that's definitely something that's abnormal, but it's not abnormal for what we're used to seeing. Aaron, what you got?
2: There's a couple of matchups I'm looking forward to, um, not matchups, I guess, but uh, just to see how they develop this year. Uh, Marquise Copeland, uh, as he's going to be, he's projected to be the starter alongside Aaron Donald. Um, mm-hmm. excited to see how that transpires, uh, as it seems like he's really gotten his legs under him at this point after winning a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, also excited to see what Jerome Ford looks like as potential running back two behind Nick Chubb, as long as it doesn't come at the expense of my Bengals. Uh, right. but
1: The Brownies, uh, baby. <laughs>
2: all, all the same, still excited to see what happens there. Um, excited to see what um, oh, who do, who else? oh, Darian Beavers can do coming off an injury as uh, there's already some injuries going on at the linebacker position in New York. And he has an opportunity to go back and try and he was projected to be a starter before his injury last year, but in the preseason, and he has the opportunity to try and win that back uh, with some of the injuries that have already happened there in New York. Um, I don't know. Excited to see what Kobe Bryant can do out in, uh, in Seattle, if he can elevate himself on the depth chart there and uh, make sure that he's staying on the, uh, the, the, 53 man, uh, rather than end up a, a practice squad guy or something like that. And I, kn- I believe they drafted at least a cornerback, if not two out in Seattle. Um, so obviously Tariq has been a freak out there and, uh, it's going to be hard to pass him up. <laughs> However, uh, I think there's an opportunity for him to be maybe the, the number three guy out there. Uh, so just, those are some of the the names uh, in addition to what Ryan was looking forward to. Um, of course you have, uh, uh, the Bears and Trey Scott, or I'm sorry, uh, Tyler Scott there, yeah. and then the the Raiders with Trey Trey Tucker. Uh, yeah. Combine them, how about that? Um, as they were inseparable anyway, for. inseparable anyway. For. <laughs> for. <laughs> uh, but but uh, those are some some rookies that I'm excited to see. Um, in addition, of course, to Josh down in Tennessee, so.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I think you guys kind of kind of touched on pretty much all of them, but you know, I want to go back to Alec Pierce. Uh, their year two with the Colts, uh, they've been talking about him as a, uh, a name to watch out for. Obviously, the pass catchers as a whole need to really take a step up. We're talking about Pittman, but then re- saying you know, once Anthony Richardson gets things going with the Colts and his deep ball is going to fit Alec Pierce's role perfectly. Uh, so that's going to be something to watch out for. I I, I like Jerome Ford. I think uh, the whole running back controversy, this, that, and the other kind of will will start to pay its dues when you see, okay, you know, Chubb's gonna get a lot of the ball. Can, can tote the rock a bunch, but Ford's gonna start to make a name for himself and and probably become a guy that someone's gonna be like, okay, we can use this guy for a couple of years. Uh I, I mean Ryan, you first off, what are your thoughts on the whole running back thing when it comes to the NFL? Is there kind of just, you know, yes, you have superstars, but you don't want to pay them superstar money. Instead you'd rather just get someone else in there on a rookie deal that can maybe not produce to the high of a level, but still be serviceable. And then you don't have to pay him as much. You see Ford kind of being able to maybe get a shot on your brownies and, and, and see, show what he can do.
1: Yeah. I, I definitely, like, what I think it needs to be when you look at the running back position is maybe you don't pay him as many years, but you're still paying him that yearly average of like a superstar production quality guy. Like, like your top wide receivers, your top quarterbacks. Maybe you can't be extending out like the Pat Mahomes type thing for like 10 Mm -hmm. years, but like maybe like a two year, like 20 million a year type deal. I don't, what is, what did McCaffrey sign with? I can't remember, Ah. but it it should be more of a short term thing where, where the, the guys are getting paid. They're just, and they're, they're guaranteed, but it's, it's like two, three year contracts, maybe four or five max, but, definitely not something like what you see with the longevity of like a quarterback or like an old lineman because it just, the reality of like the running back position, there's a high turnover due to injury, high turnover, just for use, just the style of NFL, like running between the tackles in the NFL is even crazier than college. And that's crazy in and of its own. So you're getting tackled every single play uh, you're getting hit. You're, you have to pass protect, you have to run routes, they just every you're just kind of putting yourself out there to take the most blunt force trauma than anyone on the field, almost every single snap. So, guys deserve their money, especially if they're producing. But maybe just shorten that contract down a little bit. I think that'd be a good median, but because guys deserve it. Like, Derrick Henry is one of the produce Christian McCaffrey, produce Austin Eckler, produce McCaffrey. Like, those guys all like the numbers don't lie, like, right. They, they help they help you win football games. They help put points on the board better than anyone. So they deserve their money. I think it's kind of – but the, the other problem is the NFL has kind of created this, like, every sport now is just trying – everyone's trying to one-up each other and do these super max, all guaranteed. And at some point the owners are like, well, we, th- we can't, like, this is going to reach a point of no return. So they're trying to put their foot in the ground, and I think guys like – like McCaffrey and Saquon and those guys, they don't deserve to be in the crosshairs. They're just getting kind of like stomped on for a bunch of money bullshit that that the owners and GMs have kind of effed the whole league up across the board of professional sports. But we'll see. Yeah. It, it'll work itself out. Like Saquon will get paid. They'll get paid. Like, I don't think anyone's going to hold out or anything.
0: No, there's there's truly no reason to. I, I mean, Aaron, your thoughts on that whole quarterback thing? I mean, that's kind of been what uh, the NFL has latched on to or media has latched on to when it's come to the NFL heading into training camp.
2: Every year there's going to be somebody who's feeling slighted. I mean, you're, you're already seeing guys on the, the Chiefs who have been asking for more money as Chris Jones, the most recent player who's saying that he needs to be paid more, he's going to hold out. So it's just – Rinse, wash, and repeat. As the cap grows, guys want to get paid more. And the running back position right now is a position that because you only, on average, spend – I think the average is, what, three years in the league? And I believe running backs is only two. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that creates a a chasm of difference in wealth between the running backs and every other position at this point. Um, So, yeah, I mean, it it is what it is. There's going to be – once it's not this, it'll be something else where some other – somebody else feels slighted in pay and it's always going to be something when you have a, a, when you have a, a, a player agreement that I believe runs through like, I don't know, eight years from now or something like that. Um, uh, yeah, there's this early in an agreement, there's going to be gripes about somebody not feeling they're getting their fair slice of the pie. So it just, it's another day in the NFL storylines.
0: Just another day. Um, yeah, it looks like I, at one point, McCaffrey got a four-year, uh, sorry, a, a crazy contract from the uh, from the Panthers. I kind of remember it, the Panthers were were getting four years, sixty-four million dollar contract with the Panthers. That's uh, that's not quite happening anymore when it comes to running backs. But uh, he's one of the special ones, so um, gotta gotta love that. Uh, just some other names, obviously, Ivan Pace is is someone to, to really watch out for. He gets a shot with the Vikings, see what he can do. Uh, trying
1: there
0: too. yeah Huber. will huber there as well trying to trying to get a spot um you know it's it, it'll be exciting to see that and then of course josiah deguara another name um royer what was it like with with deguara playing with him i feel like he was a he was a great dude i mean obviously oh, he was, he was a, one of my
1: it was one of my better friends on the team when he was here we used to hang out with him him and ty spawn lived together so we literally go there every single day we'd go Sit in that apartment, it was like me, him, Staddy, um, Nick Statterman, mm-hmm. uh, Josiah, and then like Perry's Perry Young, Typhon, yep. Statham, uh, Joel DeBlanco. We'd all because we all lived there, we'd all just like filter in and out and just hanging out. But he, dude, is one of the, literally one of the nicest, like best dudes out there, but just a grinder, just a hell of a football player effort. Everything you'd want in a teammate, anything you'd want for your players, um if you're a coach, but so he's so dynamic too. Like he yeah. he is like a per he can block, he can catch. Ke- he's the perfect perfect use of an H back. And yeah, I think I've been waiting for him to kind of get his role expanded more and more, but I think he's been doing a great job. So the better you do, I guess maybe some opportunities will open up and camp for him as well.
0: I I mean he's the highest. You got the highest Madden rating for any tight end on on uh, on the Green Bay Packers. So you know who knows maybe maybe loving him will get a little connection going and yeah see if he can't I'm make any moves. At camp see how he's feeling. Uh, you know what we we just had the fourth member join the squad. A little little you know trip back from old uh, Norwood a little bit further away up north uh, from uh, from where you live. But you know what? Without further ado, Mr. Chad Brendel. sir, how are we? That was fun. <laughs> it was fun. Absolutely was a fun. A lot of fun. We've I been mean, we've been holding out, holding out waiting for you. We've been well, talking NFL. We'll get back to NFL, but
2: well, I was going to say if we're going to do this, let's do it right. If we're going to transition, we can we can at least transition oh. with a so, with the proper so you wrap proper up in.
0: with the bow, though, and and ask yeah. Chad what his. I don't want to.
2: I don't want to be talking NFL for twenty one minutes and then talk about something else and then go to the NFL in like 40 right. forty forty minutes. Right,
0: and I agree. I'm saying let's so let's wrap it up. Say, so, so, Chad, your number one storyline for Bearcats the NFL heading into training camp to watch for.
3: I, I don't know. Is is Sauce going to be the best cornerback in the NFL? Desmond Ritter as the starter for Atlanta, I guess, is probably the most prominent one right right yeah I agree is
2: that's this Jason Kelsey's on. last year
0: Ooh.
3: probably I would guess probably
0: he's still a great girl dad based on antics on the field that's that's what I've seen for the yeah most- I mean he's <laughs>
3: awesome but like at some point in time with with three little you know young girls like yeah it's t- it, you he's gonna go be a dad like, that's that's the, the natural progression of that thing. And um, I think they're going to – I believe the Eagles are going to have a bunch of really tough decisions after this year.
0: Yeah, I agree.
3: So, uh, that part will be interesting. Like, you know, it, 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 the re- I think the reason he stayed last year or this year, they were basically able to run it back. Like, pretty much that whole team is back. They didn't lose much. So why not come back and, and try to finish the job and get Super Bowl number two? Um, but I don't know. It, it'll that that that'll definitely be interesting. Can Travis continue his path towards passing Gronk as the best tight end in NFL history? Like yep. There's there's a bunch of storylines for Bearcats. Does Derek Forrest take another step? Friend yeah. of the show?
0: Friend of the you show, know. baby.
3: He he became one of the the better safeties in the NFL. Can he take it an either even a notch higher and become one of the best safeties in the you know one of the top two, three, four guys at the position?
2: Will Travis elevate himself to a point where him and Gronk aren't in the conversation as one? Which one's better?
0: Be Cook can be Cook lock down a uh, full time starting role another in the one. Yeah, defensive backfield. Yeah, back yeah. I, I the thirty active former Bearcats on 20 NFL teams. That's a uh, crazy statistic. Um, Remarkable. Obviously it'll get cuts will happen and whatnot. So that uh, might not be the same number when it comes to, you know, each 53 man roster, but right now heading into training camp, that's got to be out there with, with some of the other, you know, big time college programs in the entire country. So.
2: Most Bearcats ever.
0: Yeah. It's, it's crazy. And. It's gonna be fun, and that that hashtag Bearcats in the NFL will be a uh, an active Twitter following. So I'm I'm excited to to lock into all those. But it, you know, Chad, it's we, not called
2: it's not called Twitter anymore, Brent. Now it's
1: X. Yeah, well, yeah. What is that, by the way?
0: <laughs> no one knows.
1: I'm so confused. I mean, it was a... the ultimate human interaction experience, according to okay. the boy Elon. E. He...
0: Yeah, it was, it was pretty funny. I someone uh, posted, I think it was like Houston's non-conference basketball schedule or something, and and game one was against Elon. And someone like underneath was like was like, "Whoa, I thought this was was uh, Zuckerberg's fight list when I first looked at it." But man, well,
2: got, the, a, the X, got a little chuckle out of it. The X is already active on the. Uh the web version on the computer uh, but it still says tweet if you want to actually send a, a message out so <laughs> who did, knows did
0: he actually rebrand it to, to this x thing yeah
3: yeah it's like it's x.com now
0: no way or it's wow. gonna be i don't know
2: it's still currently twitter.com but i, I hear that there might be some issues because I'm, <laughs> I'm i read somewhere that
0: microsoft has the uh copyright on x so <laughs> yeah <laughs> who knows good luck <laughs> But you know what? I'm sure he'll, he has the money to do whatever he wants to with that. So, but yeah, I mean, that's that's talking Elon and X here on the BBP. Um, but yeah, excited to see what happens when it comes to the NFL training camp firing up this week. Uh, Hard knocks should be a fun watch, especially with uh, Old Sauce Gardner. Even though they're not going to show who gets cut, and that, that's kind of like the main thing of the uh, final episodes of the season. But you know what? Good. Don't want to cry. Don't want to cry. Did that already at the Barbie movie last night, but uh so uh Chad, um
1: Jesus. let's
0: let's uh let's go ahead and time stamp this and get on to the real conversation that we have at hand.
1: Wait, you weren't an oppen, bro? You were a bard bro? Uh,
0: you know what? I had a, a the beautiful one wanted to attend a movie last night. And you know what? Big old bag of popcorn, extra large diet coke, and uh Oh yeah,
1: dude, it's the best. Pop squat I love going and, to the movies. Popcorn. I will give Barbie props though. It's, it's sixty five.
2: Sixty five dollars later.
1: Yeah, you're telling dude, Oppenheimer that. is amazing. You saw it? It's yes. You got to okay. see it in IMAX though.
0: They've got one yeah. of those seventy millimeter IMAXs in downtown Indy, and so I saw. What, it uh, it.
1: Yeah, I think that's where I'm. I wasn't, be I'm not that. Mo- I'm a movie nerd, but not that crazy to go drive all. Day. Right, right. I think I might. I'm asked. Nolan's my favorite though, and this one delivers. Okay. It's like... But it's three hours long. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Barbie was good. Peck. You got Josh Peck delivering the bomb. Drake and so. Josh.
0: Jeez, don't no spoilers, Royer. Spoiler alert, it's in, man. It's
1: in. The, it's in the previews.
0: No spoilers, Royer.
1: Gosh. <laughs> hey, the guy that it, you know that the bomb is it, it got made. It's that's the whole point of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> We no, drop the, the bomb on the boats. The boat sinks About in Titanic.
0: <laughs> Wait a minute. What? The Titanic <laughs> sinks, Brent.
2: What?
0: <laughs> no, nah, I think we talked last episode that that might, that might not all be true. That might but not all be true. Basically,
1: Josh goes to set the bomb off, but then Megan comes in. Hey, 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 in. hey, hey. For Megan, real. No spoilers. And Josh comes in, and she takes away the holes. The whole uh but He doesn't, he doesn't care
3: about your spoilers, Brent. He
0: doesn't care. History was one of my worst subjects, so, like, this is all new news to me. So, you know what? We can stop right there with the spoilers. You can come watch it with me in 70-millimeter IMAX the way that, that he wants it to be seen, and we can enjoy it together. Large popcorn shared between the two of us, but you have to have your own Diet Coke. I'll have my own Diet Coke. Chad, go ahead and with the quick paper supply timestamp. All
3: right, that was talking movies here on Bearcat Journal. Quick Paper Supply, your local and family-owned restaurant supply company for all your non-food products. Quick Paper services over 150 restaurants with weekly low-minimum next-day deliveries, providing a wide range of food service products from to-go containers, cups, custom-printed products, eco-friendly, and much more. They also have cleaning and restroom supplies for all your janitorial needs. Call Nick, 513-470-2029, and reference Bearcats for 20% off your first month of Purchases. There we well,
0: go. Well, 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 well. Your nasty natty comes back to beat Team Money Team, a, a squad who has had a good history in the TBT. Then they win an absolute thriller against Zip'Em Up on their own home court on Saturday night. And then they absolutely demolished one of the best teams in the history of the TBT, the program for autism tonight, 76 to 51 to win the Xavier Regional. The guy who was there to take in all of it is the guy who's actually gonna gonna tell us all about it as well. Chad, this has been one hell of a ride in the middle of freaking July. Look,
3: if you have Cincinnati across your chest right now, life is pretty good. Yeah. Life is pretty good if you've hey. got Cincinnati across your chest right now. Hey. Um, I, I look. I am. I am going to officially uh, dub honorary Bearcat status upon yes. Marquez Letcher Ellis.
0: Woo. Bearcat the, for life. Saw the tattoo, right? Yeah. Well, he's from Cincinnati.
3: Kevin Johnson's his cousin.
0: From Cincinnati, Kevin Johnson's cousin. Yeah. With the rice, Mont Baird. He did his did. best.
2: He did his best to down the drive tonight.
3: Yeah, he was. I mean, he, you know, he's not all the way there yet. He's not fully indoctrinated. But if you're a UC fan, like that was they might as Justin Jackson might as well have just been on the team. Like prime right. Justin Jackson might right. as well have been on the team. Because he was that's everywhere. A,
0: that's an excellent comp. I I mean chat. Mick Cronin would have offered this man immediately if this is an AAU <laughs> tournament. I'm going to yeah, sit you I mean, in the back was, of that zone. You're going to block everything.
3: That was that was as Bearcat a Bearcat a Bearcat can be uh, in terms of defense and effort. Like that that dude just plays his ass off every time he's on the floor. Mm-hmm. I mean, tracking down block shots, kind of hanging back on the weak side, and coming out of nowhere. Yeah. Um not the most skilled guy in the world, but that's okay. A little, a little right. rough from the free throw line. Uh, he'll have to, he'll have to clean that up in Dayton next week. Yeah, but, but, I mean, that was convincing today. I thought, honestly, I thought even if Jake and Jaron play like they've been playing,
1: mm-hmm.
3: program for autism has always been so solid. They were the runner-ups last year. They got a bunch of really good veteran dudes, mm-hmm. and they got i mean they were averaging 89 points a game
2: yeah can we all agree the, that first two the games pro- can we all agree that the program for autism is a way better name though than autism army
3: Was that what they used to be
2: that's what they were last year
3: yeah okay way yeah. better
2: name than autism yeah. army
3: yeah program for autism that's
2: that's they class that level <laughs> I don't know who approved that one. Oh, who who, you know, who stamped so that one as <laughs> okay? But. Yeah.
0: yeah, but um, came in nine and two overall in the TBT tonight. Yeah,
3: I mean they they were they were impressive every other year that they've been Ooh. in it, uh, and and made deep runs. And yeah. they got smacked tonight. I mean, Ooh. smacked. I mean, they, they it was they it, they pushed it out to ten early they got it to five and it was, they cut it back to five and it was like, all right, here we go. Now we're going to see the back and forth and it's going to be a pretty competitive game. And then boom, next thing you know, it was 12 and then it was like 16. Um, And, and nasty Natty just like, they're figuring out what works for them. Uh, The, the crazy thing to me, Troy Copain's not even looking to score. Right. Like he has been the ultimate facilitating point guard, Getting everybody in the right spots, making sure that Jake and Jaron are getting fed. They ran some really good stuff, man. Like yeah. ran a they ran a really good horn set where Mamadou hit Jake on a backdoor cut to the rim. Um, they ran good stuff, the like a down screen flat for Jaron coming right into the middle of the lane at like 12 feet. They did that a bunch at the end against Xavier, where they ran him shallow instead of normally on that down screen, you run up like an elevator screen, and he was just cutting straight across the middle of the lane, hitting him with passes, and he's hitting little, you know, eight-footers right at the rim. Like, I'm really impressed with Cash, man. I talked about it Saturday night. Cash, Kevin Johnson, Kane Broom, Kevin Ansenberger. Ansenberger, yeah. They coached. Like, that team was coached. Yeah. I mean, they, they played really good, sound, fundamental defense. They had a plan. For what they wanted to do to, to take away what the opponent was trying, I was impressed, man. That like I've been, I've been really impressed these past three days with just the way that they played. Not that they won, but the way that they played was was just super impressive.
0: And they aren't like yelling and bitching like the other coaching staff did. Uh, but anyway, um, outside of that, the uh, talk talk a little bit more about Ellis. You know, I, just just the ability that he has to come in. Off the bench, after Coriante DeBerry started strong offensively, I, I mean, just that luxury of an absolute spark plug off the bench, who you know helps out defensively, but he hit a massive three pointer on Saturday. I, you know, this is it's, it's it's a luxury that a lot of teams don't have. I feel like in this TBT situation, when you have athletic bigs, I, I mean, you saw the the team tonight, Program for Autism, had looked like a bunch of big bodies.
3: Oh, they looked huge in warm-ups. Right. Like, we were talking about it um, underneath the basket in warm-ups. Like, damn, these guys, these guys are big. And you noticed it Friday or Saturday. They played the game before yeah. uh, the summer shootout. Right. And, like, they, they got some big, broad-shouldered, athletic dudes. Right. And they couldn't do anything. Like, it, they got the ball down low. It got stripped. They didn't get anything easy at the rim. They forced them to be a... You know, a predominantly jump shooting team that took bad jump shots and they made a couple, but and they shot under 30 percent from three. It was like 27 percent when they got to the Elam ending. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was impressive defensively the way that they took them out of Well, the key was they didn't let them run like that right. was when you watched them on Saturday. It was like they they are really good at rim running getting out, filling the lanes, mm-hmm. and, and getting the ball to the basket and, and getting easy looks, and then using that for kickouts once right. the defense starts collapsing, they never let them get any momentum. And, and part of the way you do that is by scoring. Right. You know, you keep putting points on the board, and that that keeps them out from ever finding that rhythm. But um, that was uh, that was a good time.
0: Do you think uh, Jacobin Brown hates Cincinnati? Uh, <laughs> ended his college career. And, and yeah. in, the, in the SLA tournament where he scored 19 points and was arguably Texas's best player in that game. Now he, yeah, yeah, this little TBT run out. Who knows? we number 69 out there. Good old Jacobin Brown. He uh, was their best player. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. That's
3: impressive that he's still, I mean, that dude's not young. No, I mean, he's, he's been out of college 10 years.
0: Dion Dixon's age. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah. With Dion and SK and those guys, you know, yep. he's, he's their age. So he he is not a spring chicken. Um. But yeah, Marquez letcher Ellis—that's that's that's my dude. That's a Bearcat. He he earned his uh, cat scratches, or he earned his Bearcat eyes, or he earned his C. Look, he earned his C Paw.
0: Ooh, taking from we the old.
3: me make that a thing.
0: Take like the take, Yankees.
3: He earned his pinstripes.
0: Earned his stripes. The uh,
3: he, he earned his seat
0: tonight. That that team down there. I mean, up there in Columbus, they. What do they say they? earn their, their O or whatever it is, or Buckeyes, or who knows. But anyway, um, talk a little bit more about uh, – well, well, first off, I want to pose a question. If McCronin is still the head coach, Jaron Cumberland senior year, does Jaron Cumberland finish first-team All-American with a shot at National Player of the Year?
3: Maybe. I mean, it, it was still going to depend on, depend on his foot. Like, he had the the foot issue all through that summer and right. never really, you know, got right. Now, maybe if Mick's here, it's handled differently and managed a little bit different and he's ready for the start of the season instead of delaying uh, throughout the entire offseason. That was probably handled a little bit differently, but he was on track for that. Imagine if if him and Jake came back for that year, you know, if Mick was Mick returned and Jake and Jared, like we're, mm-hmm. we're seeing it right now. It has been unquestioned and in, in, in able to be questioned. Yeah, that they were the two best players on the floor in all three games. Yeah, they, they dominated
2: since I came into that game. Uh, nasty Natty came into that game having uh scored more than anybody, I, I believe, in all of the TBT, not just this region. Um, So far, Jaron, I
3: mean, Jaron leads the tournament in scoring.
2: I think the whole team does. Yeah.
3: No, because program for autism averaged 89 points a game. Coming maybe
2: they it. maybe they said maybe maybe the stat they read then was that these were the two top scoring teams in the TV team. That was
3: it, yeah. Okay, but yeah, I mean, but Jaron's the leading scorer in the whole tournament. Like uh-huh. he has dominated, and nobody has been able to stay in front of him. He's gotten to the rim at will. He's gotten to the line at will. He's banged threes. Like he just has been a a, a an absolute force. And it's funny because these are grown ass men. Like, you know, you're not playing against college kids anymore where when you saw Jaron in college, it was like, this isn't fair. Like, he's a defensive end playing basketball. right? And now he's playing against grown-ass men, and they still can't stop him off the bounce. They still can't stay in front of him. They still foul him, and he still puts the ball in the basket. It, he's freaking good, man.
0: He is. And he he looks, you know, like he's on a mission. I tweeted it earlier. It's like, you know, it seems like Jaron is the Jaron of – the AAC tournament and and his junior year, you know, just kind of yeah. the try and stop me. I'm gonna go through you, or I'm gonna step back and and splash one in your face. And he's his passes have been on on point too. I, I mean, it's just everything that he's been able to do and his defense, man. I like the, his ability to kind of just have that IQ and the the help side come over with the strip or you know when, when someone's getting ready to go up,
3: or... yeah, near
0: the basket, yeah, it's it, it's uncanny
3: his hands in the passing lanes I and mean, he probably tipped three or four balls out of bounds today that yep. were headed for somebody at the rim and next thing you know like this
2: team definitely leads the TBT in deflections. Oh
3: <laughs> without question <laughs> without question. I wonder if that's what we have to get Kev and ask who's tracking deflections on the
0: sidelines. Right. Yeah I wonder if 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 Mick's watching it at home just enjoying enjoying some some tasty Having it a nice cigar, there, having yeah. a
3: nice cigar and a and a bourbon. This is out this on his is what, uh, out in his pool
0: deck. This is what it looks like, red to perfection.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but yeah, I mean Jaren and Jake, man, both of them just twenty points, obviously. Jacob has two winners with the uh, Elam ending, um, you know, you again zip him up, and then of course, in this one Jaren. Some massive threes at the end of the half in this game, and at the end of the half of the opening game against Team Money Team because you remember Team Money Team was kind of building. You know, had yeah, a trying to pull yeah, away. Yeah, Jaron had had a steal and then a three to bring him back within six heading into to halftime. So massive they took over from there. They did, they did, and then uh, you know, all first off, I want to hear all your guys' thoughts on the Elam Ending. I I, I think it's a I love it for an event like this. Yeah, right. Right. Like it's
3: perfect for an event like this.
2: Does Big yeah. Three do Elam ending also?
3: I think somebody else does. I don't remember who. It's done I somewhere else.
0: Big Three is like first to 21 or something. So I, I agree with Chad. I love it in this setting
2: in particular. Uh, I don't know though if I love the Elam ending more or the, uh, the FIBA rules where you can, there's no offensive bit,
0: goaltending. Yeah.
3: Goaltending. You know what oh, I didn't defense. I didn't love was was Saturday night's situation. Uh, every foul during the Elam ending yeah. is one shot and the ball. Yeah, the ball. That's how X had the four point play mm-hmm. that cut it from five to or yeah five to one. And look, um, let's oof. be honest here. <clears throat> if Jake doesn't splash that three, oof. it was danger. It was danger. Because I, I X mean, had the momentum, they would have had the ball with the, you know, all they would have needed was two to go over or to to hit the Elam ending,
2: mm-hmm.
0: like
3: that was, uh oh, uh oh, and then up. Jake splashes it, picks it up.
0: Yeah the uh the Elam endings used in the NBA All Star game as well is is where yeah. that's at, but. I mean, I wouldn't wouldn't mind seeing it in like the uh, that NBA that midseason tournament that they're starting up this year. Or maybe you know
2: that should be canceled it, before it even starts.
0: <laughs> or maybe oh, the NIT on. picks it up or something for college basketball. I, I mean, I think it'd be fun to fun to see that kind of sprinkled in. But yeah, I mean, it's a great thing. You, you saw, not not that I watched it, but maybe I did. That that zip it up team they uh, they were in in some bad shape against the Georgia Kings in round one. And they needed to make a big comeback. And without that Elam ending in a regular game, I bet Georgia Kings just kind of run that clock out. And you're, you're, you know, right. You win. It's one, two, three Cancun for Zip Him Up. But they had to wait one more day until it was one, two, three Cancun for Zip Him Up. Just,
2: just hated to see old PP McCura not be able to make the, the, the game
0: against Zinger. Cincinnati. Zinger, PP McCura. Um, Chad. So Troy missed that free throw. Troy. Had, Thought, just thoughts on Troy. He's gonna have one game where he's gonna make some sort of a mo- massive play, or or maybe start splashing in some of these shots. And I mean, I think overall he's he's done a good job kind of controlling the game and and you know helping out defensively and whatnot. But he's he's yet to truly make his mark on a on a big time game other than that finish against uh, Zip him up the uh, the land. But Troy Troy will probably have one in him. If, if I had he, he's yeah, you
3: would think. And I, I thought I, I was certain, like if you're asking me for a breakdown of how do they beat program for autism?
0: Mm-hmm.
3: I I would have said, Troy needs to be number three. Okay, like, They need him to step up and be that third to Jake and Jaron because teams are, were, were doing everything they could to take away the, the side ball screens and the everything that all the action, they were running double stagger screens mm-hmm. trying to get them open Like they were doing maximum effort to try to keep the ball out of Jaron and Jake's hands. And you would think Troy would be able to, to start to like take advantage of that, but he never, he hasn't had to. Like they've, they've done a really good job bringing like do up top and running it through him. They ran it through Corey up top a little bit. um, And then allowing kind of the dribble handoffs as opposed to the ball screen so that you're not, uh, crowding the area uh, where the ball is, um, so it's it's coming. I would think. Yeah. And Troy's never been a, a, a scorer like Jake right. and Jaron are scorers. Yeah. But Troy has had plenty of big games. Yeah. You would think at at some point in time, as this thing gets higher up the ladder, Troy's yeah. gonna Troy's gonna step up and have it. Might it might not be. 26 or 20. I mean, they 26 and 23 tonight. They have 49 between they almost school outscored program for autism by themselves. Right. Um, so you would think at some point, Troy's going to get 14, 12, 13, 14, 15, somewhere in there one night to alleviate some of the pressure. But if Jake and Jared keep scoring 45 to 50 combined, there's a good chance. They, they might be hoisting a million dollars at the end of this deal.
0: Give the ball. Watch what they do with it. I, it one more thing on on Jake. At, first off, you see why NBA teams fell in love with Jake. His his intangibles, his defense, his length. Man, uh, tell me about his shot. I, like it's starting to go in. And and what do it's, you want me to tell you? It's falling. I. Did, it's, it's it's going in. Right, but but come on, man. You gotta you gotta. What do you want me different. to tell you about his shot? Looks a lot he, different than it did in the
3: Yeah. Yep, it does. It's a yeah, push shot. It is. He's, it, it's a push shot now, and he needs a little bit of extra time to get it off than he did when he was in college. Uh, but he made a lot of them this weekend.
0: He did. He did.
3: Which it doesn't. A, it doesn't look pretty. But yeah. when he's open, it's still. He's still an NBA player. It's still going in.
0: Right. Right.
3: I, I don't. I, I'm not sure what you want me to tell you. It doesn't look. the
0: same. You don't. <laughs> come on, um, Aaron. <laughs> Mamadou Diara.
2: I was gonna, I was gonna bring that up if you didn't. Uh, Mamadou and Coriante DeBerry both have been excellent on the give and go, um, on the screens. They, they've been just fantastic running without the ball, and not just that, but on on the offensive side, but also crashing boards, the block parties. Who
3: had eleven boards tonight?
2: Yeah. The the announcers were even talking about just how. Mamadou's built for the this new NBA as far as just he has the, the physical characteristics that they look for in a player. It's just he still kind of looks like a, a baby giraffe out there.
3: He just gets sped up. Like, it's you can still tell with Mamadou that basketball was not something that he grew up playing. Like, right. when, when the game speeds up, he's, when the game speeds up times two, he speeds up times four. And that's right. not a good thing.
2: It like, just lives like, everywhere.
3: Yeah, he's still really skilled. Like that move yeah. he made in the in the post, the reverse pivot, mm-hmm. and then back to the other side for the layup. Mm-hmm. Like that was that was a big one in yeah. terms of getting them some space because they were starting to cut into that lead. I think it got down to twelve, yeah, or fourteen. When, um, which yeah, if it gets it within 12. ten, and you got the Elam ending coming, and then all of a sudden you tighten up, like mm-hmm. you could be in trouble. And Mamadou, that, that too was pretty important and a ton of rebounds. Um, he was above the rim rebounding
0: tonight. He is. I, I mean, the thing about Mamadou as well is that he's he's always – you've always seen that ability for him to kind of just show glimpses of, you know, wow, he's super athletic. He's got good sure. touch. He, it looks like he's making – and then he'll have one or two – I don't want to say bonehead, but one or two plays where it's kind of just like, okay, you probably should have passed that there. Or, okay, that, that was a little too aggressive defensively. You picked up a foul. But, I, I mean, this seems like a perfect setting for him where it's just, okay, you are athletic. It seems like your stamina is on a different level than it, everyone else out there. And you are running up and down the court like a wild man. And him with, with Letcher Ellis. And then you bring in a bruiser and Corriente. I mean, sure, you, you probably want one more big man to kind of give give a little bit more air, but I, I mean Yeah, I mean the, the
3: plan was for Trey Scott to be on this team.
0: I think about adding Trey Scott to these guys. It's just they
3: I mean <laughs> they, they, they could I'm I'm done doubting the fact that Jake and Jaron can carry them to the, yeah. the, the championship of this thing. For sure. But I think they would have been not maybe not the favorite because there's a few that are there at the end of this thing every right. year. Mm-hmm. But they would have been as good as anybody in this tournament if Trey Scott was was on the team.
0: Absolutely. I, and
3: let, I, let that man go make his money.
0: Yes, sir. That's that's right. And and now the Nationality, they are they're moving on. And you know the it's so weird how they play a week from today. So um, I saw Keegan tweeted that that Kevin Johnson saying they might have a couple more additions to the team. Possibly they they aren't quite sure. I can imagine. I I mean I don't want to venture out to guess any of those. But um, the way that oh, things I think are... I think we should. Okay. What's your What's your guess? I mean,
3: obviously the big one would be getting Keith into town. Yeah. And I agree. and adding somebody that can you know give because really they couldn't get like you had to keep Jake Jaron and Troy on the floor for right. almost all of the game.
2: Agreed. I think it'd be fun if you saw SK make a reemergence. You don't think that would be
3: fun? I mean, it would be fun, but I, you're I'm at this point.
2: You don't
0: want to ruin the mojo.
3: No, I'm just not. I'm not taking Jake and Jaron off the floor.
0: Lance yeah. Stevenson comes to town. <laughs> Did you
3: see Jake? Yeah, uh, <laughs> on his on his not the last three, but the second to last three from the right corner. He hit it and was was doing the Lance guitar. They're show. having fun, man. I, yeah, like, they're having a good time.
0: Um, maybe uh, Octavius Ellis finishes up what he was doing overseas, or I don't I know, mean, kind I, of what the what, what the timeline the, was. Their on season that. had
3: just started, I think.
0: Oh, is that what it was?
3: They had just signed, like a like in a summer league. Oh, okay, okay.
0: Because I know some leagues overseas do like you know they'll they'll sign you to their playoff roster. Then, no, I think it was a
3: league that that plays like more of a time. summer schedule than than like okay. the the NBA schedule kind of.
0: Okay, cool. Well, I tell you what, add add a another piece. I I mean, Keith would be a massive addition, I, and I hate to I hate to say it, and we're going to talk about it a little bit more, but he'd probably take like Deshaun Mormon and and Shaq's uh, minutes potentially. But um, I mean, minutes? This this team, I I mean the you know you know what I mean. Uh, but this team is just athletic. they looks like their stamina is, is at a high, like I mentioned earlier. I mean, Letcher Ellis plays in the in the Chile League. I, I texted a buddy of mine who plays overseas and he said he said the Chile League isn't like really known to be that great, but still he's averaging 17 points, 12 rebounds, three blocks over there. Jaron played in the They, uh, nick- they nicknamed League, him like, 40. 40? they
2: the the announcers were saying they nicknamed l 40 because he kept telling them that i hit 40% from 3 this this year in, okay. in my league and then they the announcers made the joke what was he like 4 of 10
0: 4 of 10 right. <laughs> <laughs> right. which which maybe who knows how I mean, jared five I, I chad were you at the game last year where they played uh
3: no, I was on the
0: road for AAU. Yeah. I, I mean, it's just this night and day to how, like, more well-conditioned, more kind of just, like, locked in to, to the entire thing. Like, Jaron and Jake look. And just the team as a whole, for the most part. Well, yeah, I think last year was a wake-up call.
3: Like, I, I honestly, I, I and I've talked to people about this, like, when guys play in this in this for the first time, in this tournament for the first yeah. time, they think it's going to be, like, pickup ball mm-hmm. and then they play in it and they're like, Oh no, this is, it's like a, like a one shot pro league.
0: Right. Cause right.
3: everybody is playing. Like everybody is playing overseas. Everybody is a professional. You you don't have guys that just like, you know, woke up off their couch. Yeah. You know, people ask like, why would, why doesn't Kevin Johnson play or why doesn't it like, because they're not pros. Right. They're, they're not, playing basketball all year mm-hmm. right so and to to think that you're going to be able to just like okay I'm going to hop back out like it's a pickup game and go be able to compete at this level you're wrong yeah and they said it when we had them on like we learned mm-hmm. last year that shit's serious like it, it's serious a serious level of basketball yeah so if you don't come ready to go you're probably going to get your ass kicked Right, that's just the the truth of it. So and I think having that first year helped a ton.
0: Yeah, well, and, and also the money aspect of things, like like these guys all have families and they're all, you know, like this is their job, their profession right now is is this. Uh, you know, I I, I think Barstool had a team the first couple of years that they did it, so that like you know, the first couple of years where they're getting off the ground, it was maybe a little bit more of like a what is this new new thing? That Barstool right team had a bunch of dudes on it though. They did, they did. I but you know they. Uh, El well, it is from Cat. there yeah. from there it has turned
3: into like an alumni thing
0: yeah like it's sure.
3: evolved more into an alumni team.
0: right but for the most part all of these guys are still still playing and yeah you know it's it's a uh, you you see all these showcases and stuff as well like there's all these summer like leagues they they usually have some prize money at the end of of their tournaments as well but this one where you like had that amount and yes sure. it, it Gets broken down when when you win it all. But if you can get together with some buddies that are still playing overseas, and put together a squad and go on a run and earn you know seventy k and in, in a month, that's I mean I I, I think a lot of right. guys would say yeah let's do it, let's go out there and and try and you know bring home a championship. So I I mean they're they're locked in and it seems like it's gonna be a lot of fun. The uh, the The potential of who they might play, though, I'm I'm not too sure. I think
3: it's the date. Whoever wins the day yeah. region, they haven't played a game yet, right?
0: So. Which is so weird. It's just a whole month. I mean, a whole week out, but yeah, they got like the St. John's alumni team, Ohio State's alumni team, Colorado's alumni team, Purdue's alumni team. So there's a good amount of of, of solid teams that are in that that part of the bracket, but. I, for for right now, it's uh it's been it's been a thrill watching the nasty natty play, especially just in the middle of summer. I, you know why not throw a little basketball on the TV? And it was kind of funny. I was at a at a uh, party over the weekend, so I was trying to explain to everyone at the party what the TBT was and all of this, that, and the other. The Elam ending, and by the end of it, they were all sitting there rooting on the the nasty natty, and and we all went wild when Jake splashed in that three. But uh, I I do want to talk about one thing. Aaron you got a guy on your team that is wearing Puma shoes they're at the end of the game and you have to draw up one play what play are you drawing up with said player
2: they tried to get Mormon the ball <laughs> they tried he just he couldn't get open he, he was
0: they I feel face like he guarded got, him
3: he said to me after the game that, that they knew they knew they, like they didn't <laughs> they didn't want to let him him get it they didn't want to let him do the
0: damage. They they were down 20 and they face guarded Deshaun Mormon. Probably that's probably the best on, defense they had all night.
2: That's 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 a <laughs> that was a good joke. Um, but that's on that's on the nasty natty for not having anybody else wear pumas. If the, anybody else is wearing pumas, at least you have a, an opportunity to, to get Mormon open at that point. Like if anybody
0: else. <laughs> I mean but, like they used him as a decoy. It ended up looking because oh. everyone was like flashing to him and maybe shoveling him on the outside.
2: Maybe Shaq Thomas should get some Pumas for the next one, so him and Mormon can both be running around out there all crazy like. Okay, okay. if sure. you win a thousand dollars, the juice
0: is worth the squeeze. Oh, heard that. Heard that. Um, I do want to ask you guys another question because obviously it's a it's a whole week off until that uh, the. Uh, Next game, but uh, still, it's going to be a lot of fun continuing to track them and see who can come out on top and and how they can continue to uh, roll in the right direction, pull out a win. But um, there was a a quote that uh, was was taken by from uh, Jacob Evans that uh, before the game over the weekend, and it was um, trying to find it real quick. It's 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 what they're planning on doing. After they, yeah, uh, if they two, are able two to, pun, two
3: two gallons of henny, uh, <laughs> shots of tequila. <laughs> yeah, here,
0: here we go. Patron shots, bottomless mimosas, champagne, and a gallon of henny. So, my challenge to the BBP
3: absolutely if, not.
0: If the nasty natty goes on and, nope. and, and wins,
3: absolutely not.
0: And wins those are not all,
3: things I drink,
0: each one of us needs to pick one of those. And come on the podcast and roll with it. I'm going to give Royer the Patron shots. Chad, you got the bottomless mimosas. Uh, Aaron, champagne or Henny for you?
2: Uh, The last time I had Henny, I threw up. So I think I I forgot.
0: Podcasting.
3: Yeah,
2: that would be super fun.
0: Okay, so Henny for Aaron. Brent, you got a gallon of Henny. Okay, I can do a gallon of Henny. Royer, are you wanting Patron shots? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, that'd be an awesome podcast. I think it'd be a lot of fun. Uh, a lot of fun. Chad. I mean, they legitimately can win a million dollars now. I mean, they could. They could. I'm not
3: saying they're the favorites or that they're gonna, but like you're in the, you're in the elite eight. Like you legitimately yeah. have a shot to win a million dollars now. Yeah. Especially I mean, the way Jaron and Jake are playing.
0: Yeah. Like they look fresh. They look like, you know, a lot of them look like grizzled veterans on the other teams or guys who might not really be, I don't want to say in shape because they're they are all professional Towards the end players. of their
3: careers? Is that what you're getting at?
0: Maybe a little bit along those lines, right. And it just looks like Jake and Jaren are just like fresh. And then Mamadou and Letcher Ellis are fresh. And then you have a bruiser if you want to throw some bows for a little bit and Coriante, which, by the way, he got absolutely mauled. At one point in the game, and there was no call. I, I was just some of the officiating is a little baffling, but uh, that's besides yeah. the point. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I I completely agree. I think they have a legit shot to win because we saw how good this this team was, the real Cincinnati team was when it was Jaron and Jake at playing at a high level. Uh, so we'll see. Um, we will see because. If Marquette and Travis Dean are knocking down a three at the buzzer in the corner can can win a million dollars, I think this this team can absolutely put something together and, and continue rolling. Um, it's been a lot of fun, though, a lot of fun to watch them. And I know you've been there, Chad. It's been a lot of fun to take in as well. So that's uh... How big was the crowd tonight, Chad? He's, All right. he's, 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 he's... out right now.
3: I hit the I hit the thing I hit my cord and unplugged my mic. So I had uh, to, yeah. uh, it was pretty good. I it was probably about the same size as it was uh, for the Xavier game on Friday. Okay, yeah, a slight bit less, but like the the home side, like the side where the benches were, was pretty pretty packed with UC fans, and then uh, a pretty good gathering of UC fans on the other side. So. Um most of the lower bowl had people in the seats.
2: Okay, because the announcers had mentioned that it was like 85 15 percent uh for the Xavier game, Xavier to UC fans.
3: I don't think it was that lopsided, but I mean it's it's their home gym, and, and sure. I wouldn't be surprised. They were they definitely outnumbered UC fans. I don't think it was 85 15, but uh maybe more like a 70 30 type deal. Okay. There was still you could hear down the drive at the uh, end of the game.
0: Yeah, did Troy get mid-court standing on the X doing down the drive?
3: They did it as a team tonight. Okay. Okay. They did it as a team. That's what Aaron was talking about. Letcher Ellis was you could see he was looking at everybody, waiting for like the (laughs) right. He was like doing the hand motion and then looking, waiting for when to do the UC.
2: Hey, kudos to him for trying though. I mean, he didn't have to even do that, right? Like right. he could have just yeah he could have just been like, nah, this, this ain't my jam. But
0: no, hey, he, look, man.
3: He embraced it. I love that's it. That's a bear cat. That's right. a bear cat.
0: Yeah. I mean, the great thing as well was on Saturday, like for a while, Robbie Hummel and the play-by-play guy kind of forgot to say zip him up in Nasty Natty, and they were just saying it's called Cincinnati Xavier. Cincinnati. Yeah, that's yeah. what it was. Come on. So it's like come on. I, it, but I tell you what, man, they, Jake said it right on Saturday. They said we had no business letting that game become a game like we let it because. Oh, they,
3: they destroyed them for, you know, a, a 60% and a half. of the first yeah. half.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
3: I mean, just de- like demoralized them. It was, it was a bloodbath for a while.
0: Yes. I mean, it was that, 30
3: to five.
0: Did that crowd propel them?
3: The Xavier crowd, well, I think they just like, you know, they they had that energy of, well, the Xavier guys didn't look like they wanted, they, look man, we'll just call a spade a spade. They were out of shape.
0: Yeah. Trayvon blew it. Looks like he's been hanging out with my friend. Me. Looks
3: like he's <laughs> been hanging out with me. Yeah. He hasn't been, but he looks like it. Right. Um. They did not, they did not, they did not want to guard. Now, once they finally, like, realized, oh, we're gonna, like, we can't get Embarrassed on our mm-hmm. home court, they put up. They started to put up a little bit more of a fight, but the beginning of that game, they got up six nothing and just were like, "Oh, this is already over. Like we're going to kill these guys, right?" And next thing you know, it's thirty to eleven.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I tell you what, man that 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 Ellis, yes, a lot of blocks, and he's kind of all over the floor. That three he hit, we're going to look back and Saturday, say, it. "Yeah." What if I told you one of the biggest shots made at the <laughs> no, center, a Bearcat affiliated team? No, that was, a, that was a.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we'll see. Next Monday is is going to be the game Dayton, not far away for uh, for the boys to head up and and make a make a trip there. I'm
3: tempted, I'm tempted. Seven o'clock Monday night, right? I'm tempted.
2: We'd have to push the BBP back. There's no way you get home in time for that one. No,
3: no we'd have to. We'd have That'd to be be a, Tuesday, I guess.
0: Tuesday, but yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm flying, flying back from Florida Tuesday. But hey, you know what? We'll we'll cross that bridge. We'll make we something start. happen.
3: Yeah. Somehow, some way, we'll make something happen. If have to, like to what I could do, um, what I thought about was possible tonight. If I had to, is I could just do audio from my car.
0: Right. Yeah,
3: while I was driving home from Dayton,
0: that'd be an easy um, way to get home. Yeah,
3: yeah, we'd just do the podcast the the whole drive home. So yeah. I mean, that's pod- I don't. We'll see. We'll see. Except, I'm except tempted. I'm tempted to go. I'm yeah, I'm tempted I, I to know.
0: go. UD Arena, good place to take in a game, especially with with the Bearcats there.
3: It's an hour. Yeah, you know, worth it. It's an hour be depressive depressing show if they lose right drive home talk about a loss but you know yeah we'll see we'll see
0: yeah and and especially the fact that whoever wins and advances there will be in Dayton that entire time and then be heading into that game on Monday which who knows maybe tired legs maybe uh maybe can take advantage but we'll see um that'll be exciting to continue to track but for now it is awesome seeing Jaron and Jake playing at the level they're playing Mamadou playing at the fan favorite level that we've seen him play, Coriante. I, I tell you what, it's kind of text about this in, in my friend chat. That if Coriante had one more year with the Bearcats, I think he would have the potential to be just an absolute beast, an all-conference type performer, and uh, turn a lot more heads than he did during his time with Cincy, because he ended he closed out his his senior year on a high note. Yeah, yeah, he was trending in the right direction for sure. Right. right. I mean, that's just a a beast. Give, so. give him one of those COVID years.
2: <laughs> oh, is
0: can we, can we toss it over? Is, is, that, <laughs> is, that, is, that, be, is that considered a two-time transfer? I don't, I don't know. Anyway. um But yeah, that's uh, that's talking, talking nasty natty here on the BBP. You guys have anything else as far as. Look, man,
3: I, it's, it's, it's alumni basketball. It's, it, it's not a huge deal, but this is something as we get to that end of the summer grind that we've talked about where there's a lot, you can still talk about in April and in May and in June, like you're, you're, you're grinding a little bit, but you can still, you know, pull some guests out and do some fun stuff. By the time you get to like the second and third week in July, it is, it is challenging to get to August.
0: Pretty barren. Pretty barren. So
3: to have this, as something now that we get, not only for this week, but because mm-hmm. they
0: won. Next something week.
3: Something Xavier's never done. They've never won a regional oh. in anything ever. Just to win a fire. regional, you have to make it. That's how you get to a final four is winning that's- a regional. They've never done that. And now two years in a row, they've hosted the TBT regional at the CentOS Center. And they haven't won that either. So. Yeah, yeah.
2: It, I mean, does Cincinnati earn the right to host next year rather than have it at the well, Centas Center? He,
3: here's what's interesting: CentOS is getting some renovations done next year, so they can't host. Ah, So, John Cunningham,
0: Fifth Third Arena,
3: somebody get it right. Let's get this get thing at right. T- get let's get tight. TBT at, at Centa or at Fifth Third Arena next year and just keep it. Like they won the right, they won. The right to have the Cincinnati region at Fifth Third Arena next year.
2: Actually, Xavier Xavier should just give Cincinnati the rights for the way that they dealt with all of COVID and that whole mess. That's
3: yeah, here you go. Now it's yours. Got,
2: Wait,
0: you, you mean get you TV didn't TV. like John Brandon's and Chris Max video on Twitter?
3: So there's the timestamp. Brought to you by Quick Paper Supply, your local and family-owned restaurant supply company for all your non-food products. Quick Paper services over 150 restaurants with weekly low-minimum next-day deliveries, providing a wide range of food service products from to-go containers, cups, custom-printed products, eco-friendly, and much more. They also have cleaning and restroom supplies. For all your janitorial needs, call Nick 513-470-2029 and reference Bearcats for 20% off your first month of purchases.
0: That, that that was uh, Brandon and Steele, right? Uh, Mac was the Louisville video. I just, I just yeah. Anyway, it, it,
3: it, whatever it was, you needed to be silent.
0: <sighs> yeah, I agree. It's just a <laughs> dark, dark time. Very dark time. Anyway, um, so with the, the nasty Natty having the success that they're having, what does it mean that a Cincinnati-led team, current Cincinnati-led team, went eight and one overall? in the two days that uh, they scrimmaged little open gyms against said nasty, natty performers. Chad, you got to say that's a bit of a tip of the cap to some potential uh, players on this upcoming season's roster.
3: Sure. I mean, you know, now Jake Jake wasn't in town the first night. Okay. And Jaron didn't play the second night. Oh. And they were split up, so... Uh, if if Jake and Jaron and Troy were on the same team, it probably would have been problems for the current Bearcats.
0: Was Lecter uh, Ellis there at yeah. the open gym? Oh
3: yeah, he said everything. Like yeah. he's into this man. This is like he loves this.
0: Okay. So
3: I'm dead serious. He was he was one of the first dudes there. Keegan and I got there early mm-hmm. because they had a um they had like a media session, and Keegan's got a really good which I think is going to be a great feature. Uh, coming up on Cash and Kane and Kevin and Kyle Washington, who's now at Iona. Kyle Washington, or, or, yeah,
0: no, or
3: no Iona?
0: He's at Iona now. Yeah, okay. Assistant Liberty
3: told me that. Okay, uh, he's on. I don't know exactly what role, but he's on staff. Um nice. Talking about them getting into coaching. I know Keegan's got a quote from Mick uh, mm-hmm. for that article, so that should be coming up here uh, in the next couple of days. Um, but he was there early, like just hanging out, like it, like this. My, it's my. I'm on this team. It's my team. I'm, I'm here, and I love it. I love the guy. We need, we need to have Marquez Letcher Ellis on the BBP.
0: Bring him on,
3: man. Bring
0: so we can get his
3: his perspective. We can we can give him his seapaw.
0: I'm down. I'm down. <laughs> He he he's going down in, in the same lore as a Quadrimore. and a, just a... no
3: no don't don't <laughs> you put that on Marquez <laughs> Ledger Alex. All right. I will I'm... smack the shit out of you.
2: <laughs> I want to hear somebody who's actually earned a CPaw and what he thinks about giving somebody an honorary CPaw So, Ryan, what what are your thoughts on giving a guy who has been a uh, a, a spark plug on this nasty natty? team uh earning a an honorary cpaw you're on, uh, you're on mute.
1: Oh, i don't okay. want you might you might get my hater juices falling i don't want to get my hater juices <laughs> falling this late at night well but, turn them on uh, baby let, let me make a case royer let me make a case <laughs> this wouldn't happen if it like just because he
3: was on the team this happened because he played like a bearcat he uh-huh. played his dick off he blocked shots he did the <laughs> dirty work. Like, didn't he didn't need off. the score, he didn't need off. the ball. <laughs> he, you know, he, he like, he embodied what it is to be a Bearcat. That's why we're saying he earned his c Paul, Not just because he was on this Nasty Natty team that, that has made this run, but because he embodied being a Bearcat. Maybe we should blame Mick Cronin for not recruiting Marquez Letcher Ellis out of yeah. high school. Right. Or else he could have been a Bearcat all along.
1: Okay, mm-hmm. fair. Yeah, he made him a Kendall he's like a Bearcat. He's uh he, honorary is a good honorary C. Honorary Bearcat. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That works. I, I, I'm I'm cool with it. That's, that works, right? Yeah. Yeah. Look,
3: if Mr. Fucking Bearcat is cool with it, then I think he's an honorary Bearcat.
1: Yeah,
3: Who Who else could you ask but Mr. Bearcat? If he gives his blessing and we have a blessing from Mr. Bearcat. So. I
0: mean, Wes, Wes Miller's tweeting about it. You know, the, the Cincinnati men's basketball, I guess, what are we calling it? X.com X.com account is, is, <laughs> is tweeting heavily about it. Um, I mean, their their zip it up. Emoji was, uh, was, phenomenal. <laughs> was fire was, was fantastic. Uh, you know, I just I, and by the way, that whole I, I knew something was going to happen with the cardboard thing because I saw in in real time blew it, knocked down the the nasty natty one, and looked at it and just threw it on the ground. So I love that little little addition to it. Um, so yeah, I mean, honorary Bearcat. Everyone's in, and if if certain fan bases are getting on Bearcat fans and the the Bearcats official you know com accounts, then you know what I. Just go figure out some other way to spend your uh, late July days <laughs> when it comes to taking in sports. But, yeah, um, 8-1 against this TBT team is the current roster. Uh, but, yeah, and, and also that current roster. had, You know, I just – it's cool that Landers was, was playing with them. But, man, it's like Landers, I, I bet he took a fair share of the shots I mean, as well. But, hey, you know what? It's, uh, it's got a, uh, a group of upcoming Bearcats and a group of upcoming Bearcats that Chad, you and uh, Dave kind of mentioned it a little bit on the BCJ pod last week, but kind of rolling into the basketball team next season, this upcoming season, is the home and a ways that, uh, that were announced last week. Yeah. Um, both is UCF, Houston, TCU, Oklahoma, West Virginia, home only Iowa State, Kansas State, Oklahoma State, and Texas. Road only, Baylor, BYU, Kansas, and Texas Tech. Um, Aaron, I'm going to pass down to you and just ask what your most excited feeling or your your number one storyline that you take away just from hearing the home and homes and uh, the home and away schedule for the Big 12 year you know one.
2: At Kansas. That's. The most exciting. Oh,
0: period. Yeah. The fall. You want to
1: go, Royer? I would love to go.
0: Fog Allen Fieldhouse.
1: You know what? I don't. How would we. I might have to co- rent a vehicle you so I can take get, all of us. Like a 12 we passenger van? You couldn't get yeah. into the game without a media. Like, there's no way you can buy a ticket to that game, right? I don't know that they're going to give me 12 media passes, but. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, well, there's no, no but way you <laughs> put it in. every player and
0: every coach on staff gets three family tickets. We're going to sit kind of in the nosebleeds a little bit, but I'll
3: come up with something. But I think I might need to rent something and make this a content road trip.
0: Like, pick me up on the way. I mean, this is like, yeah, who's, who's going to be editing the film down because ooh, we got a producer for that?
3: I think we just go live for segments. Like, okay, we're going to be live for the next 45 minutes of the drive. Not right. if
2: Brent is still drinking his gallon of Hennessy. <laughs> that <True. laughs> team <TVT. laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: We won!
0: That's you know what? Eddie.
3: I'm warming up to this idea that I rent something and we, we drive to the fog.
0: And then, Chad, think about it. Think about it. Everyone else that'll be in attendance, okay. maybe the night before the game. Hopefully the game's on like a Saturday, so that Friday night we have a, a, just a BCJ meetup at one of the bars in Lawrence, trying to get all the Bearcat fans together. Because I, I know for a fact Fog Island Fieldhouse is circled on a bunch of Bearcat fans' agendas uh, in year one of the Big 12. So I, it was mine, no matter what, no matter if it's on a big Monday night. Right, anything, see. I was going to be there. So chess looking into uh, it.
3: P-H-O-G... Allen, Fieldhouse. Fieldhouse. From my front door.
0: To the fog. To
3: the fog. Eight hours. It's taking a while. Nine hours and 37, well, 10 hours and 32 minutes if I go through Indy.
0: Ooh, I can meet you guys somewhere. Don't worry.
3: Okay. The Louisville route is the Louisville-St. Louis path is much faster it's an that's hour right. faster to go the louisville st louis route. We meet
0: y'all in st louis you can find me st louis you know
3: i mean louisville would probably be quicker for you right
0: uh, yeah but that's kind of like I, I guess that is kind of on your way over there but yeah i mean we'll, well figure yeah, something we out. have
3: to go through louisville and then st louis and then just straight across the state to to kansas
0: yeah there you go I'm gonna take I'm
3: gonna rent. I'm gonna rent something, and we're gonna we're gonna ha- like maybe like maybe we can find a like a a nice tricked out sprinter or something mm. to rent that holds like six, seven, eight people. Yeah. And uh, and we'll just make content us for
0: Dave Keegan.
3: Uh, Taryn's going. Taryn, the man Taryn Bland is in on this trip. He was the first. Like, when, when the day that UC got into the Big 12, I was in for Mo, and Taryn's like, we're going to Fog Out and Fieldhouse. I was like, oh, yeah.
0: Amen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pick up uh... Ryan Ryan
3: can do shots of Patron. Yep. <laughs> so this is probably going to have to be like a, I would assume, a three-day trip. Like, go the day before. Yep. Spend the night. Friday, hang out in Saturday. Lawrence. Yeah. Do the game. And then come Saturday back the next come day. Come
0: back, yeah. Okay. Gosh, it better be a Saturday. Please be a Saturday.
3: I don't care if it's a Tuesday. Like, you're just going to take a couple vacation days. <laughs>
0: hey, that's, hey, that's no biggie.
3: You're the boss now.
0: Yeah, that's the, fine. The trucks uh, don't stop, Chad. <laughs> that's fine. But, yeah, no, I I agree. Let's do it. Let's do it. Pick up Brett Stein on our way. He lives in Missouri. He lives now, in Peoria. Yeah, yeah, he's Illinois. in Illinois. Yeah, he, can, yeah, he can meet us in St. Louis. There you go. Get get what? Who else we have on staff? Reagan, Dave.
3: I don't think Reagan wants to deal with all of us idiots. <laughs>
0: sure. Sure. <laughs> squad. Let's oh. squad up and roll, baby. Lock it in. But, yeah, that's obviously the uh, biggest storyline takeaway from uh, schedule release. One of my other ones kind of going to play off this whole party atmosphere that you guys are creating is the fact that we don't get to go to Austin. That literally zero trips to Austin, Texas, which uh
3: Yeah, none, none in football or basketball. That that kind of stinks, not gonna lie. Heartbreaker. But I yeah. Mean. That's my next city I want to check out, man.
0: Oh, you're gonna love it, man. Just
3: not gonna watch a Bearcats game.
1: I <laughs> love it. The comedy scene there. I love stand up. The food. You will love you Austin,
0: love Texas. I tell you what, man. You um,
1: oh yeah. Oh yeah.
0: What'd you do it out is, there? Uh, bachelor party. Shocker. And then, and then visited a friend a, a <laughs> that was Shocker. living down there. So <laughs> he's like a wedding god. <laughs>
3: Brent, <laughs> you should start a wedding like business. Like the,
2: mo- <laughs> the movie Wedding Crashers was based on Brent's life.
3: <laughs> I, I told wedding, you guys. Brent is to Wedding Crashers what uh, like what Burt Kreischer is to. Uh,
2: Van
0: Taking Wilder. his
3: shirt off. Uh, Van Wilder, he's,
2: yeah. He's taken his shirt off that many times. That, that's how many <laughs> times Brent's been to weddings.
0: Funny thing about Bird is he thinks he's got a great body is what he says. He's got nice broad shoulders. I agree. He looks great with the shirt off. But, uh, yeah, Austin is, is an awesome city, sadly, with no trips there. Um, interesting to see the two uh, AAC buddies of ours going to be home and homes. I mean, I don't know if that was something that was always planned or not, but uh, is what it is. Um, the main thing, though, is is what I was kind of going to segue and parlay this in with. Chad or Ryan, if you guys have anything additional on the uh, Home and Homes and whatnot release, any excitement they have there? Yeah.
1: You guys did um, pretty well at that, that basketball. Fog Allen Fieldhouse, I mean, you can't get any better than
0: that. Right, right.
3: The home games, like, I mean, it, 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 all of it's exciting. It is. What did Rothstein put out today? The Big 12 teams last year averaged 21 quad one games.
0: That was going to literally be my 31 segue.
3: Games. You played 31 games. They averaged 21 quad one games in this conference.
0: Chad, that was my segue. You did a great job, man. Keep it rolling.
3: I got you, bro. I got
0: you it's got to be the number one thing is the fact that <laughs> all of these home and homes potentially probably not UCF at home unless they you know have some sort of a great season but maybe
3: not BYU
0: yeah maybe but that's on the road so probably going to be close to a quad 1 game BYU on the road just cuz they play in the Big 12 um and then the homes maybe Oklahoma state is the only home only that might inch into that quad two, but you're looking at a bunch of you know Oklahoma maybe is another maybe not at home type type team. But I mean you're looking at potentially what 21 you said we're gonna be right up there with 20 near 20 quad one games for the Bearcats, which as you mentioned rossine pointed out and as Wes said on the podcast with team is the fact that you know what if you have a rough three game stretch. If you have a bad week or two, it doesn't matter. West Virginia went 7-11 in the Big 12 last year and was like a nine seed. And so it, it's just – the Big 12 is a gift that keeps on giving. If you can string together some solid weeks – As long some as you win. Wins, yeah.
3: As long as you win.
0: Right. Then, then you, can, you can make a case and build your case because the committee loves the Big 12. That's got to be the biggest takeaway from – any sort of release when it comes to college basketball in the Big 12.
3: C si, Senior. Si. I look what what I like high-level basketball. I enjoy watching high-level basketball. Yep. It's fun watching the strategy of it, watching, you know, like a, a, example today. Um to go back to TBT for just a second. Yeah. They they came out of the gate knowing that program for autism was going to do everything possible to take away Jake and Jaron. So what did they do the entire, like the first four possessions slips to the rim Mm -hmm. ball screen and roll, like uh, a backdoor, like a a guy getting off the, the movement from the outside and being on the weak side for a pass, like
0: post touches. Yeah. Like just just watching the
3: strategy of it. Okay. These are high level coaches and high level games with great players. And watching the chess match back and forth is fascinating to me. It's why I love basketball. And you're going to see it at the absolute highest level of college basketball for two and a half, three months. From from the the end of December all the way through the conference tournament in mid to late March, you are going to be watching elite basketball not only every night that UC plays – but yep. guess what you're going to be doing as a UC fan? You're going to be watching every Big 12 game that's on TV because you're <laughs> going to be have a vested interest in the outcome and you're going to get to watch. It's, it, it, it's the Big East. I, dude, I was, I was a kid in a fucking candy store yep. when they got into the Big East because I knew what it meant. I knew that it meant Syracuse-UConn on Big Monday was going to mean something to me. Yep. That shit is fun, man.
0: Yeah, I I mean, Aaron obviously is going to have to still watch the ECU versus Tulsa games because we we're going to do no, the No.
3: He's going to have to watch UAB and uh Texas State, Texas Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what it is. <sighs> okay, sure. Yeah, what I'm watching.
0: <laughs> but no, yeah, no, I completely agree. And, and and the fact of the matter is that this is the ever-changing college basketball landscape right now and and a couple of hot hitters that came out of that you know Rothstein pod was the fact that zero players from the first and second team all Big 12 teams from last year are returning to the Big 12 this year and only two teams in the entire Big 12 returned 50 percent or more of their scoring from the year before so it's kind of yes there's going to be the high heavy teams like Kansas and you know K-State and those squads that obviously were starting to build some things heading into the past year but it's also going to be a lot of new faces and a lot of, you know, who gels and who makes big moves. And, you know, is Houston going to be the same after all they lost? Is, you know, this, that, and the other? It, there's a lot of questions still that are left unanswered when it comes to who's going to really kind of take control and, and run, run with Big 12. But yeah, there's a lot of good transfers in. Cincinnati has a lot of those good transfers in. So week in and week out, you've got a plethora of, of, of chances to – not only secure big wins, but like you said, Chad, watch great games up yeah. and down the entire conference. It's
1: point.
3: fun, man. Watch great games. I don't have to watch shit AAC games anymore. Every time times I had to watch Tulsa Tulane on a fucking Wednesday night? Yeah. Because because I needed to nope. know like what you know what was coming up for the next game. Ugh. Or clenching
0: Gross. my clutching my bum hole on another trip to ECU as 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 <laughs> they sweat <laughs> out a you know, fifty-five to fifty-two grinder, like yeah, no thank you. Right. No thank you. Um yeah. Hard pass. Yeah, hard, hard pass. That's uh I'm taking a hard pass on that every single day of the week. Um but yeah so I, you know it Wes was on with Rothstein. Kind of, you know, the typical things that we've heard a lot about. Yeah, it's, 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 you know, talked about Day Day and Jizzle, who are, you know, Bearcat type players. Mentioned Seamus is going to have a lot of the offense run through him. Um, CJ was on four NCAA tournament teams. So he brings a lot of experience to the squad. Mentioned Odio Guama, highly improved. Vic Locken highly improved. Uh, you know, mentioned uh, how, how Newman's getting back and healthy. Mentioned C.J. Anthony saying he's a Division One player, not to like put you know
3: he is he yeah. is he is he can yes. play Division One ball for sure.
0: Yes, um, but yeah, kind of kind of those things along those lines. You also saw uh, Jemel Reynolds today had his max uh, record for uh, for max vertical. Holy uh,
3: crap!
2: Not yeah. his max record, wasn't it the max record?
3: No, that was his
2: max
0: his. record. All right. Then it was phrased. Aziz was
3: time. Aziz was a notch or two higher, I think, when they showed Aziz. If he's setting
0: the Bearcat record, then that guy I thought that's go what it round said. One in the NBA draft, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think it's yeah. I, I thought that too, Aaron. But I was like, it's got to be his just personal record as a Bearcat because. That's his well, really personal record, it w- period. It
2: yeah. was phrased oddly. Ray Felt said congratulations to Jameel for a new Bearcat max jump record. Right. That, to me, sounds like the max jump for a Bearcat.
0: I, I, like I said, if it is, then that guy's going round one of the NBA draft. Well,
2: I, uh, that just goes back to what we've talked about and the fact that Ray Felt has the buy-in, though, of a guy who had to lose 30 pounds when he got here. Is yeah. now max jumping
0: beast beast that had day day setting the record as well, personal record, I believe. That's a fair cat. But no, head. it was, it was,
3: that's the all that time was the record okay. elite third, speed.
0: Ooh. Some would say, Snow would disagree. Some would, some would say, Snow would disagree. Um, but still, it's a uh, big time athleticism, big time improvement in the weight room and uh, on the hardwood, a lot of excitement on this team, you know, and Ross, you know, also asked Wes about, you know, if, if he's had contingency plans, if uh, the waivers don't go through and, uh, you know, as, as a typical answer, as you would, you would imagine, Wes said, you know, they did everything they needed to do the, the leg work and the. Um,
3: Royal you know. looks tired. Are you <laughs> tired, Ryan? It's a pastor Betty time.
1: Do We need to keep this moving. No, you guys are good, man.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I mean that's uh, it's it's all good things. If you want to, listen I do to have that, something
3: to keep Royer do. up. Okay, I I Here had a, a phone conversation today. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh, Rayfeld just responded. Uh, he said UC record. Uh, the, it was the all-time max jump at UC since Rayfeld has been at UC. So no player. I did read it right. Wow, he said Kmart. Who knows? Like (laughs) Kmart might Kmart might have the all. But I mean, uh, uh,
2: Jamil is an NBA player.
3: Yeah. Wow, that's what my response is. Wow, but um, I was doing radio today, and I got a text message, and we have like uh, at the end of the four o'clock hour. We have uh, Brenneman and Jones on baseball. So that takes up like like 12 minutes. So I had a little bit of a break and I got a text message from Mike Denbrock who said, did you call <laughs> me last week? Like,
1: what did you oh, no.
3: why did you call me at nine o'clock last week? And I called him and I said, well, we were live. And <laughs> the topic of Ryan Royer playing fullback came up and, um, we wanted to get your opinion on if you fucked up and didn't put Royer at fullback like you should have. And he said, you know what? We probably should have put Royer at fullback because he Damn. would stick his face in there. Like okay. <laughs> he
1: like,
3: <laughs> like if Hell you put yeah, Royer at fullback and 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 you told him go wipe this guy out, he would go and wipe that guy out. So Denbrock Damn. gave you exactly what we were wondering that that in retrospect, using Royer at fullback could have been beneficial to the Cincinnati offense in certain situations.
1: You still got one more year, Ryan. I know, yeah. that Natty, man. You could have had that Natty. <laughs>
3: <laughs> if you played fullback against Alabama, everything oh, well, could gonna, have
1: changed. We were going to run the slip pass, bro, right up the gut. I would F- like this idea. Housed at least five touchdowns. I don't know.
3: Like that. Uh, Mike Mike wants, Rafael wants it. It's touched. Highest touch. So he's a huge human. So it's not vert like he doesn't have a forty-three inch, you know, whatever gigantic no, but vert. But still, but yeah. but he touched. He hit the highest on like, that.
2: Yeah, the that, highest that little that, flingy thing. Been a I thought it, I I I would have bet money that it would have been Aziz. Yeah, I would have lost. He
3: said he said Jamil has a nine foot three standing reach. Whoa! Oh my. God. So standing runs. flat-footed <laughs> like this, nine foot three. And,
0: you and if you want to get even more jazzed up about Jamila Reynolds, watch his high school highlight tape, boy. I tell you what. If he's getting back to that shape with that sort of athleticism coming with it as well... <laughs> Pin me down. I'm getting a little excited over here. But anyway, Royer, Ooh. having you as a polling fullback taking out Will Anderson Ford coming up oh, behind yeah. you, I like that. I like
3: that. He a lot. hit 12 foot four inches today on his. On his he reach.
1: can dunk, right? He can probably dunk. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I think maybe he can. a slam ball. I'd <laughs> be able to dunk with two hands, not just one. <laughs> Or like, or like us, us the, uh, the the white the white boy hoopers. We would try to like lob the ball up just right above the rim and just like tap Touch it, it and graze the and like graze the rim on the way down and count it as a dunk. That's, That's a, a dunk.
0: dunk. <laughs> or That's or or you lower dunk. the rim a little bit and just don't tell anybody. Yeah, yeah, or just like, go play dunk
1: ball at eight feet. Really foot. Feeling these <laughs> feel these hops today.
0: I feel nice. But yeah, or slam ball made a big return. A little trampoline right there in front of the rim.
1: After <laughs> yeah, it. I, I, it's funny you mentioned that when uh, me and my girlfriend were out to dinner at this one like uh, distillery and that slam ball was on I just couldn't keep my eyes off of it. oh <laughs> so god I'm it's like, addicting what are you watching I'm like uh, basketball with trampoline she's like what yep. I'm like slam ball look at it <laughs> she's just like we watched it for a little bit and I was like isn't that awesome <laughs> and she's like yeah it's cool <laughs> <laughs> and it's then fun. she had to remind me two other times to stop watching it but it's alright
0: yeah you know her loss
1: so at, at some point
3: in time here in the next couple of weeks I don't have a specific date yet but we will get Mike Rayfeld on to talk about all this
0: good that guy is I can't the wait. man
3: look Jameel Reynolds is touching 12 foot 4 what?
0: I'm blown away I Royer, worked. did you go to High Bank Distillery? Oh, he's he's gone.
2: I I just wanted on record though that I was the one who, who you made were. That
0: hey, gives you your cookies. You get hey, your cookies,
3: Aaron. Just I thought it was just. I thought it was just a personal that me that, too to, to have the guy that to be the guy that got the got higher than anybody else has ever gotten. Yeah, it's impressive for a dude that look. I, I I don't know if Mike will tell us this next week, but I think he was pushing three bills, if not a little over three bills when he oh, got here.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Three bills. That's, that that height, that size, he was probably he was probably 30 during his playing days at UCF. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not afraid to even mention that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Look at he's gonna he's gonna put one of those giant hands through your
0: skull. Wow, that's actually phenomenal. Um yeah. But hey, you know what? Now we just gotta sit back, hope, and pray that the you know either him or or Aziz gets that uh gets that waiver because golly, that is a very promising thing to hear. Uh truly it is. So Jamil Reynolds, wow, what a beast. What an absolute beast. Um and uh I think that's that's all I got as far as as basketball goes. Um other than that uh the other thing that Mike posted today, the uh the new walkway for the for the basketball team with with the jump man at the end, got the intimidate, dominate, celebrate on the sides of the walls. That's yeah. uh Yeah. That right there. That's exciting. So uh ready for the Old time school stamp intimidate,
3: on. dominate, celebrate. Yep. Like that's That's as good as
0: it gets. Literally, as good as it gets. Um, Timestamp it, y'all. Quick Paper Supply. They provide
3: mostly disposable restaurant supplies, products like to-go containers, cups, pizza boxes, to-go bags, can liners, napkins. They've been open since 2009 and are one of the largest minority-owned companies in the city. They also have cleaning and restroom supplies for all your janitorial needs. Call Nick, 513-470-2029, and reference Bearcats for 20% off your first month of purchases. Boom,
0: oh, baby. Uh, quick miscellaneous before we hop into that mailbag so you can get that little Miller uh, read ready, Aaron. But uh, the day one tour was in Dayton uh, last Wednesday. Um, I didn't hear much about it, but I'm, I'm sure it was as, as fruitful and, and positive as the other ones have been. Um, Jace Richardson. Another update on him, visiting Stanford, Bama, and Cincinnati. Cincinnati, they're saying September uh, visit. Cincinnati hosts Oklahoma on September 23rd. He wants to make a decision by his brother's birthday in October. I think there would be nothing better for the, than the atmosphere at that Oklahoma game and then with the decision looming in October. Um, 6.30 p.m. kickoff for the, on the CW for the Pitt game. And then our boy, Dante Corleone, the godfather pizza at Mio's. Pepperoni, bacon, beef, jalapeno. What are you guys going to get first, the godfather burger or the godfather pizza?
3: I think I'm getting the pizza Friday.
1: Okay. What, what do you think know of Mio's pizza? I love Mio's. I feel like Probably we don't have a love. good pizza spot. It's definitely not on campus. Oh, I love two places on campus for pizza. Adriatico Adriatico's Oh, I Mio's. forgot about Adriatico's. Okay, I forgot about that. Other than that. I, I'm not a huge fan of the Mio's. Do you part. not like
3: the, let me guess, you don't like the cornmeal on the bottom?
1: No, it's just. It's a little floppy? It's, more, it's just like Adriatico's is like five times better than it. <laughs> I, I like Mio's. I enjoy me. like yeah. I enjoy a good Mio's
3: pizza, but I'm pretty simple on my pizza. Like I just generally yeah. like pepperoni and sausage I or see. pepperoni. Like I'm a pretty simple pizza guy. Mm-hmm. so um i don't like if you get a bunch of stuff on Mio's, i can see where it like it might not be up your alley
1: yeah i had a couple buddies that worked there and they would make they like hand they just knowing they were making my food was just you're like yeah but yeah, yeah you've
3: you got a bias they might have the spit cool. in your
1: shit like no they saying, would I'm make kidding. a really good the buffalo chicken they would make would be good i love their <laughs> i love their barbecue
3: chicken actually it might be my favorite at Mio's. um so, normally on Friday when I do radio, I get Taryn and I a pizza. Uh, we usually do Italianette and Silverton because that's one of my top three pizzas in Cincinnati. Um, but we saw The Godfather last Friday when it was announced. So, we will be uh, this Friday doing a Godfather uh, taste test before the show.
0: Okay. So, yeah. What's, so, are you picking the pizza over the burger? Just based off of the- I don't know. Uh, I just, I'm,
3: like, if I'm, like, in, in that setting, yeah, it's really, it would be really hard to go to Bucketheads on the west side and get- Well, no, I, no,
0: no, I'm just saying, like, and, like, if you had to pick between the two. Not, like, to take to the radio station. No, no, come. I'm
3: just, I, like, I don't, I'm never on the west side, for one. Like, I'm yeah. just never there. That's, in my world, it's really far. Well, just, Some, like-
2: a burger, so I'm, not, you,
3: I'm probably yeah. not going to go there just because it, it, it's like 45 minutes, 50 minutes for me to get there.
2: But if you wrapped a Godfather burger in a slice of Godfather pizza, is that like a Mio's bucket?
3: It might be like yeah. everybody that does the, at wow. the Reds games, they do the La Rosa's the Sky pizza, Rosa, the, right? The Sky Rosa, maybe, maybe Aaron might be onto something that we have to get a Mio's pizza,
0: be That we have to get mob. a Godfather
3: burger. And mix it with a Mio's pizza somehow.
0: Okay.
2: Okay. And if if he finds out you did that, he's gonna his mind's gonna be blown. <laughs> Wait,
0: what? You did and wash it all down with the scinty light. There you go.
2: That wasn't meant for that, Chad. What did you do? <laughs>
3: <laughs> so Mia also does deep dish. So you could probably do the Godfather deep dish with the godfather burger on top it wouldn't and even then, over
2: it at that point well and
3: yeah. then you just have to do fork and knife like you do with the deep dish and then you could go immediately to uc hospital and check yourself <laughs> in for the heart attack that you're gonna have <laughs> yeah, true. the also other thing the godfather burger has an onion ring, and i hate onion i can't do onions
0: yeah, I'm so taking that the makes pizza.
3: the Godfather burger for I me. I thought it was just I
2: thought it was just raw onions you couldn't do. You can't do Yeah, onions.
3: I, maybe what if they don't do them? What if it's not fried enough and it's still kind of raw and then I throw up? I can't do
0: it. I'm just not gonna do too it. Too crunchy. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I can't do it.
0: Roy, are you taking the pizza out of those two?
1: I don't know. I, I was split. I can't really think which one I'd want. Both, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of like thick burgers, like I love smash burgers, yeah. And like that, Godfather burger is that's that's a Dante burger, it's it's a thick ass, (laughs) yeah.
3: It's Dante's burger,
1: it's not a Royer, it's
3: a Dante, it's the Corleone,
1: (laughs) yeah. We ain't smacking smashed down for that (laughs) Corleone burger, but I'd probably go with the pizza. I know it kind of goes against my stance that I just made (laughs) on the Mia's pizza Correct. Well, your friends don't work there anymore, so you're good. I know. I might have to go back there. I the other thing, Chad, was every time we went to Mia's, I I was eating it was when they would do like the mass prepare, so like we would get, yeah, always get like the like the buffet style,
3: right? Yeah,
1: or the buffet, or like the pizzas that that have been sitting out for like a little bit because like we'd come to we'd get there after practice at different times and stuff. So I would like always be eating just like lukewarm one pizza. So I would never, pro- I was never probably getting the best experience.
0: Did you, uh, did you go to high bank distillery in Columbia? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Really good. Do you ever have the Korean Philly there? No, no. Oh, if you ever go back, it is so good. Went there for like a little, like
0: just kind of get together type thing bachelor party no no my brother
1: lives
0: <laughs> no my i told you this my brother lives right Both down the late. street from uh from uh, naughty uh, pine uh-huh and, and dk diner right there so yeah so we've uh we stomped over to that distillery before but Royer, let me,
3: I'll, I'll give you a tip though um are you a steak hoagie guy like did you get indoctrinated into steak hoagies in your time in cincinnati
1: I do, yeah. I, I, I do like those a lot. Mio's
3: has the best steak hoagie in the city.
1: Really? Yes. I would never have think to order it.
3: Oh, it is phenomenal. The bread is perfect. Just a little bit of like the garlic butter and like the seasoning on top of the bread. Mio's steak hoagies are elite. Elite okay. steak hoagies. And you get the fat, like um, like the the potato wedges. Like the like the dark uh-huh. brown kind of like fried potato wedges with them.
1: Wait, steak hoagie? You mean like a Philly cheesesteak type thing? No, 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 uh, no, no. Cincinnati
3: uh, okay. steak hoagie. Like chopped oh, steak. Never... You've never had a steak hoagie with pizza sauce no. and cheese? No. Oh Royer.
0: Like a like a Philly cheesesteak. No!
3: No! <laughs> Absolutely yeah. not. <laughs> like, on the same he's talking like a like that a
2: is... JTM, like La Rosa's style steak hoagie. Never player. had a,
3: they've never had neither of them have ever had a steak hoagie. Clearly. If I'll they follow. No, Royer, steak hoagie. Pizza I sauce and like cheese. CC
1: steak and lemonade. That's that was always some good no. shit.
3: Steak hoagie, pizza sauce, and cheese. Or you can get mushroom sauce on it if you're a mushroom guy. Hmm.
1: Can I onions, get pickles? With red sauce. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Mushrooms. okay. They make a
3: mushroom sauce that they put on steak hoagies. I just don't eat mm-hmm. mushrooms. Okay. It's like it's kind a of a pizza. brown sauce. It's like it's It's oh, a pizza joint.
2: I imagine you can get mushrooms and pizza sauce pizza, on your steak so hoagie if you want it. You, can can get you get dip it in au jus. You dip in you like dip, that, you don't dip that in au jus? What the fuck are you talking about?
3: No, Brent, this is it's not if you've never had it, it's hard to really describe. Au jus.
2: Get out of here, you and so your it's like carving a- station. Shut up.
3: <laughs> All right, steak uh, They don't have steak hoagies at finishing school,
0: Brent. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at steak hoagie and the first thing that pops up, Philly Cheesesteak.
3: Cincinnati Steak Hoagie. Don't look okay. at Steak Hoagie. Look at Cincinnati Steak Hoagie. It's a Cincinnati thing. Where
1: else uh, would you get it from other than Mia's?
3: Everywhere in Cincinnati.
2: G-Max says Angelo's has really good. They do.
3: I've had Angelo's steak cookies before. They are very good. Uh, It's kind of a, it's a chain a little bit. They're like a small neighbor. like a lot of the smaller neighborhoods around town has an Angelo's.
2: Okay. Okay.
3: It's like a, you know what a chop, like like a, like kind of like the steak you would, like, no, like a steak you would use for like a, um, like a chicken or like a chicken fried steak. Oh
0: a flank but
3: except it's it's the size, so, it's the shape of a hoagie bun. They put so it like on a hoagie bun, they put cheese like and pizza sauce on top, and you can get it's onions, like mushrooms.
1: Cutlet kind of kind of, kind of. Like yeah. now they do the chicken cutlets, but like it's kind steak. of
3: steak. Yeah, but it's okay. steak. Hmm. Very oh. good. Is it veal? We're gonna or... No, it's steak. Yeah. <laughs> It's not a veal. It's
1: not a veal hoagie. It's a fucking it's steak. The, this is the dumbest conversation. Ever. <laughs> is
0: it? <the> <laughs> Wouldn't it's have like to that a veal, veal,
1: veal parmesan or something.
2: I mean, Brent wants veal without you over here. <laughs> Ryan, just give me the oh, mushrooms. I don't. know. No, no.
0: Okay, okay. All right. Low Miller <laughs> Real <laughs> Estate. BBP it's Mailbag. It's not a deep mailbag, so we can breeze through this. It's Aaron, not. give us uh, the read. The mailbag is brought to you by Low Miller Real Estate.
2: Uh, adrian L. Henson, that's A-D-R-E-A-N L. Henson. She happens to be Chad's sister. Somehow they look nothing alike. Uh, you can reach her at 859-444-8159. Get your free home evaluations. You can reach her via email, ahenson, at low Miller Real Estate, L-O-H-M-I-L-L-E-R, realestate.com, or at adrian L. Henson at iCloud.com. All right, mailbag is pretty light, as Brent alluded to. Uh, apparently, you guys need 48 hours for a mailbag. Goodness.
3: <laughs> guys, um, we need more mailbag stuff. Help us out, please. This is a segment that is sponsored. Like, do your part. I promise to I stop get, being I... as mean on the mailbag as I usually am. I promise.
1: Don't the believe The lost.
3: They did. That's
1: it no did? surprise. To but, the yeah, they lost
3: 3-2, walk off in the bottom of the ninth. The Brewers have their
2: number. All right. Uh, starting in the football portion of the mailbag, I've been a big fan of the TBT. Super entertaining to watch former Bearcats oh, compete again. If they had a similar tournament for football, who would be your starting 22 on the Nasty Natty Football Edition? Current Bearcats on NFL contracts are not eligible. Starting 22. I don't you would I don't think you would have 22. I think you would have to do arena. It'd probably, like be, seven so.
1: seven. It'd probably right. be seven on seven. probably seven on seven. We can we could tap in the CFL. Get, yeah. Get no, that well, is. the CFL would be
3: allowed. So I think Caleros would have to be your starting quarterback, right?
0: Yeah. Tell Hayden oh, more to yeah. dust off that arm. Yeah.
3: I mean Caleros is the best player in the history of the CFL or whatever. Like, like he's the Tom Brady of the CFL.
0: Oh yeah. i am taking Calaris. Yeah.
3: Calaris would be a quarterback. Um, running back, Mike Boone, maybe the most recent guy that, or no, it's, Mike he's Warren. He's still in the Mike NFL. Warren. Mike Warren.
0: Mike Warren yeah. Yeah. yeah,
3: Mike Warren. Go Mike Warren. Or
0: Jared, back. Jared Dokes.
3: Yeah. One of those, like, yeah, that, that yeah uh tight end like the tight ends are on the nfl bruno bruno would be your tight end okay.
1: yeah. wide would receivers be what's that Harry would be a linebacker joel mm-hmm. would be a linebacker
3: for sure uh wide receivers would be that's a tough one uh Lee clemens would be another linebacker yeah khalil lewis or not, Khalil Lewis. Khalil Lewis had a a, a nice little like run at, at hanging around in the NFL. Devin Gray had a nice run at hanging around in the NFL. Johnny Holt, Which, Johnny Holton, Johnny's just fast.
0: Yeah, would be I'll would be pass. an option. I'll take fast.
3: Mikhail McKay.
0: Oh, get a little height out there.
3: clown offense would be fun. Offense we'll would be fun. Aaron, I will remove you from this stream. <laughs>
0: Get, get Marty Marty Gilliard out there. Uh, um,
3: I, Adam, I don't know that they'll all stay in town. I would guess that they will. The the TVT guys will stay in town for an extra week. Yeah, maybe they would. I don't know that they. I, I don't have a guarantee on that. Um, why are steak hoagies only a Cincinnati thing. I don't know. It's a goddamn shame that that's only a Cincinnati thing. They're delicious. Love a good steak hoagie. Back to the, the the matter at hand. Um, defensive backs is really tough because before Fick, there weren't many defensive backs, and since Fick has got here, they're all in the NFL. Like, you would have to take Fick's backup DBs, mm-hmm. right, Ryan? What other what DBs would you take that didn't start and that are in the NFL? I don't even know. Right. They're all playing for a lot of money.
0: <laughs> yeah. Wiggins.
3: Is he not on a team? Is he not in a camp?
0: I thought he was the are. Chiefs. He's
3: not in the camp at all.
0: Is he on the Chiefs, you said?
2: I thought he was. I'm looking it up.
3: I mean, if he's not, then obviously Wigg. But, I mean, most of those guys through that – fickle era for five six years all the dbs are in the nfl
1: (laughs) all the dbs that played are in the nfl that's wild
2: he's on the new orleans new orleans breakers in the usfl okay as of may 30th
3: wiggins would be one where's Arquan? did he is he in a camp
0: i think he 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 was sweeped up by the seahawks i think right but that might have been for a rookie
3: DB would be hard. Um, linebacker, I think we got. O line and D line, like I I don't know. I don't
0: get, know. Get Jarrell White out there too at linebacker. Yeah, Jarrell White at
3: linebacker. For sure. You might even you might even be able to get away with Jarrell at safety.
0: Get get Jeff Luke out there just to scare people. Just uh, Joel. Well,
3: yeah. yeah, Ryan mentioned Joel for sure. Yeah.
0: Friend of the show. Friend of the show. Right. A lot of those. Greg DeBlanco. Greg. Get Greg out here.
2: Recently retired Derek Wolfe.
0: Oh. He's a yeah. wild
1: man. He, he killed a mountain lion. With did, his bare hands.
0: Did bear, bare hands. Did boomers before every NFL game.
1: One on Joe Rogan's podcast. Yeah, yeah I think you'd have did. to have him just as like a captain.
2: He's got some free time. I think he uh he and the radio station he was working for just parted ways so
3: Maybe he can become a friend of the podcast, Aaron. You're the producer. Try to get some Derek Wolf action on here. Yeah,
0: I'm, sure. I'm in for that. I'm sure I'll he's easy. To,
3: I'm sure he's easy easy to get a hold of.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Who are you, <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm Sorry. Oh shit! I <laughs> didn't mean to. So. There you go. That's the best I got. That's pretty good, Kevin Huber. Sure. Uh, yeah. Throw him out there. No! Jimmy Smith. Jimmy. Jimmy's younger. I'd take Jimmy.
2: i have one of them do one and one of them do the other.
3: <laughs>
2: anyway. Uh, And then Merck's apparently on this trivia kick. Who was the last specialist kicker punter to throw a pass? And who was the last specialist Jimmy to Smith.
1: complete a pass? Jimmy Smith. But he didn't throw He didn't throw it, actually. He ran it. No, he ran yeah. it. He ran it, yeah. Yeah the pass option was there. I don't know. I have no clue, Mark.
2: Um uh yeah. I have the answers.
0: Oh, you do. He he gave I them did. to you? It, he sends them to me, yes. Okay. Um kicker specialist to throw a pass. Oh,
3: man. Andrew Gantz? I don't know. Do you, Ten, you have I guess Huber. it was Huber. Wow. 2008.
2: Okay. Did he pass and complete it? No. Uh, Chet Irvin was the last to complete a pass. Wow. wow. I don't even know who Chet Irvin is. All right, then. That's the football portion of the mailbag. Wrapping it up into quick <laughs> questions. Moving on to the basketball portion of the mailbag. Uh, any updates on Bearcats Air? Funding still a major need?
3: I No. That has been... Something so far, Wes has had it when he needed it. I haven't heard any complaints about Bearcat Air. Um, I don't know; it's not something that's on my regular radar uh, until it becomes. When I, if it's a problem, I generally will hear about it. Like we don't have use of this and we need it. I've not heard that that, but major funding still a major need always because that's a it's reoccurring. Forever. That's a reoccurring need. It like it, So if you have a million dollars in the Bearcat Air Fund, and then they use Bearcat Air, and they use $600,000, then you need that $600,000 to be replaced in the Bearcat Air Fund. So it's if always a major need.
2: If you're hearing about it, Chad, it's
0: probably too late.
3: Right. Or
0: reading the- getting
3: there. Or getting close to too late. Sure. Uh,
0: you- Ch- Chet Irvin, by the way, uh, 2002 to 2005. You just, uh, you just pull a Drake album out on that quote, Brent. Yeah, I, I, I did, man. Um, and that was also two thousand two, two thousand five. That was the transition year, uh, well, from Conference USA to the Big East. So, yeah.
2: All right. You uh, do you think? Do you guys think their play in the TBT could lead to NBA looks for guys like Jaron and Jake?
3: It's so late in the process for that. Probably no. Like, the Summer League's already done. Like, the NBA's already gone through their process. But I do think there are probably a ton of, um, like, EuroLeague teams and, and things of that nature that are watching or that have agents, like, connecting them to what's happening in the TBT that could result in better uh, overseas deals for these guys. Or potentially G League, like, if they want to stay – and try to now work through the g league which as we have talked about with the the exhibit 10 deals being more prominent and the two-way deals now being a half a million dollars like it could help these guys you know pad their way into some some dollars
0: there there was one guy if you remember like i think it was two years ago he uh, led his team to the uh, TBT championship and he did get an, an an NBA contract out of it, but I think he ended up getting cut kind of pretty quick. Yeah, like
3: it's, it's, that's, that's a very, very, very needle in a haystack type thing. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, it I mean, is what it is.
2: Jimmer Fredette made a career out of the TBT. So
3: for the money team that was knocked off by Nasty Natty to start this round.
2: Nasty. It was a way better name than his original team name, which was like...
3: The Jimmers. The Jimmers? Or the Jimmers? Like, yeah, team, for the team for debt. Team for whatever. <laughs> I would have gone with the Jimmers. I would have gone with the Jimmers. We are
0: the Jimmers. The
3: Jimmer. <laughs> All
2: right. Uh, do we have a good chance with Jace Richardson?
3: I think, ultimately, this is going to be a three-team race. Cincinnati, Alabama, and Michigan State. Um the the difficult part in analyzing this is if you're paying attention to recruiting, Alabama right now is kind of getting what they want. And it's not a surprise why NATO runs a system that is very guard friendly. You're gonna get the ball, you're gonna get to shoot a shit ton of shots, and your NIL check is going to be very fat. Uh, Wes is going to have to overcome that, I think, and beat out Alabama. Um, do I think he can do it? Yes. Do I feel good knowing Alabama's recent track record? Not great. Because they're in basketball recruiting. They are doing an outstanding job landing the guards at the top of their board. So it's going to be a battle. We'll see how they, you know, his relationship with Tyler McKinley. He's got a great relationship with Wes. Um, I think Alabama and Cincinnati are more likely than Michigan State at this point. Michigan State, it's Izzo, so they could always close and and you know make this thing interesting. Um, if I had to pick, I would say Alabama one, Cincinnati one. A prove to me that you can beat out Alabama on a kid that they really want at a guard spot, and then you're cooking with gas because they're just. They're doing a phenomenal job recruiting guards, Nate Oates. Is. So that, that's kind of where my thought process is. Um, you get them in here for that Oklahoma game. You show them a great time. You show them a huge crowd and, and nipper at, you know, full throat. Uh, maybe maybe it, it helps you out. But that one's going to be as, as – look, Jace Richardson, as we saw at the Peach Jam, is a top five guard in the class. So it's going to be a slugfest to the day that he announces his commitment. Those are, but Cincinnati's right there, I think, in the top two, three uh, of that recruitment. So go get it done. All
2: right. That is the basketball portion of the mailbag.
3: Deep tonight. Very deep. Yeah, very deep. Guys, be better. Give us some questions, damn it.
2: The last portion of the mailbag.
3: The good ones. Good the ones. Banks. Good, the Just not questions. Rapid to Rapid fire. Questions. Good
2: ones. <laughs> Rapid fire. Best sub shop. Ie. Subway versus Jersey Mike's.
3: Jersey Mike's. Period. End easy, of story. That's the best sub shop.
2: Does it have to be cold to be a sub?
3: I mean, Jersey Mike's does hot subs.
2: Okay. Well, the and cold Penn subs.
0: Station. I'm doing Jersey Mike's
3: station. is better. Penn Station does uh, like, especially that like the Penn Station in Kenwood, right by the radio station, is the best Penn Station on the planet. That Penn Station is fucking fire.
2: I mean, you're spending twenty two dollars a sandwich or whatever they're charging these days. So yeah, I mean,
0: it <laughs> better be good.
3: It's, it's, it's like 13 dollars. $13 so a, dumb.
0: Yeah. Giant, giant eight Jersey Mike's. Here's I think here's
3: Jersey Mike's thing. If you get the Italian at Jersey Mike's, there is so much meat on that thing, and it's It's, so good that it's worth every penny that you pay for it. The one
2: thing I I appreciate about Jersey Mike's is they do
0: cut the meat
2: right there on the the machine. And the
0: cheese, and you get it Mike's way. But the one thing that uh, your boys Penn Station has is a better side option. Who doesn't their like it? Are, the bread so at Penn so Station? is fries. just
1: phenomenal.
0: It's so it's is Jersey
3: Mike's for me. I love Penn. I love Jersey Mike's bread. Yeah, for their cold
0: cuts. Get Subway and Jimmy John's out of here. Yeah, out of here.
3: <laughs> uh,
2: the follow-up best sandwich at Penn Station and what do you get on it? For me, it's a, it's just the uh, the the Philly cheesesteak mm-hmm. with uh, no banana peppers. But what? I do get on- I do get onions and mushrooms and
0: mayonnaise and cheese.
1: All I got right. everything on it, and I think it's the best.
0: No tomato sauce for me.
1: So, let me tell you guys the hack.
3: <laughs> when I was like sixteen, I worked at a Penn Station.
1: Oh, Chad was too excited. He didn't even I, <laughs> I
3: heard it. I heard it. When I worked, I worked at Penn Station when I was like sixteen. The hack on your cheesesteak is ask for teriyaki. And they will put just a little bit of teriyaki when they're chopping it up and cooking it, and it gives you that salty teriyaki taste. Do it the way that you normally do it. However you normally do it, just ask for teriyaki, and it kicks it up even another notch.
1: Yeah. I really like the chicken parm there, too. I don't. It's it's grilled. If I do a
3: chicken parm, I need – I need. I know. Fried. I liked it. I. I. I, I, just, I, I always. I'm just telling my personal preference. If I get chicken Eight, with, yeah, with marinara on it, I want it want crispy chicken. The chicken.
1: best chicken parm I had was the freaking place that you, uh,
3: wrecked all the
1: time that shut down.
3: Bread bar. That's the best chicken parm sandwich ever in the history of the world
1: what happened man i literally went there once <laughs> loved it went to go back it was closed down I
3: was like, so I something was happened down. with like their ventilation system and it was just too much to fix it like they didn't have the money to fix it so they just shut down like that was the extent of it yeah like their hvac went out and they couldn't afford to fix the hvac so they they shut down a business that had been around for like 80 years But their chicken parm, their spicy chicken parm at Bread Bar. No, they were. I just think it was like HVAC in a place that big is really fucking expensive to fix. And they were like, yeah, we don't have, you know, $50,000 or whatever it was to fix it. So they shut down. But that chicken parm, the spicy chicken parm at Bread Bar was the best chicken parm sandwich the world has ever known. It, It was legit. I'm glad you had it to vouch for me. Yeah. i didn't know about it Dan horde told me about it this is the best chicken parm you're ever gonna have and I went there and i ate it and I was like I, Dan horde is not only a legend of sports broadcasting he's just a legend of humanity oh, yeah
2: so Brent what do you get on your your best sandwich at Penn station it was it was
0: what you said but uh take off the red sauce
2: no one got red sauce
0: it comes yeah. with it no. no, a cheesesteak. Yeah, there. It's. They no. say you want marinara. I said no. No, you. No, they
3: no ask. You,
2: you they want. ask if you want. They ask if you want pizza sauce or mayonnaise. Pizza sauce. Always, yeah, I don't. I do get want mayonnaise No one does. You just get mayonnaise. No one gets pizza sauce. Everyone. No one. Okay. No. Well, good to
0: know because I <laughs> asked what I wanted. I said I don't get it either. All right. No one mentioned tomato
2: sauce or
3: pizza. Anyway,
2: uh, mayonnaise instead of ketchup on a burger. Thoughts?
3: Um, depends on the day. You know what I normally you do? My normal, normal burger. Mm-hmm. My norm. If I'm making a burger at home, I do mayonnaise on the top bun, a one sauce on the bottom bun.
1: Mm. Chad, mm. you would have been impressed with what i what I put together Saturday for lunch. Freaking. Uh, they're, they're like these 75, 25, um, Ooh, uh, nice. beef patties and they were, yeah. they're kind of thick, but not too thick. And I cooked them on the, on the stovetop and just threw smashed some butter them. down there, smashed them a little bit, but then I sauteed up some onions and jalapeno on the side and fried an egg, onions, but yeah,
3: with the egg I'm down with, I love a fried yeah. egg on a burger,
1: fried egg with American cheese. A little bit of guac, just a little bit, with a little bit of mayo, uh, lettuce, tomato, onion. Oh, it was so good. Had that exploded you're, the egg down on the burger. You messed going up so going proud.
2: American instead of, you should have gone Pepper Jack.
1: I know. I just love American on burgers. I could <laughs> I, <couldn't laughs> I it. It's classic. It's classic. Yeah. It's almost like it was invented for the burger because there's what? It, I like think it essentially it was eggs. like that's
3: why like yeah. that's how it became the American cheese the government the burger yeah. <laughs> yeah it's government cheese you put it on the burger
0: yeah I I'm with Royer though man I'm a Mayo dude give me that mayo but I do oh, like so. to mix the mayo with the ketchup if I'm gonna if, if, if I'm at a barbecue I'll mix those two but mayo
2: I want mayonnaise ketchup and mustard like give me all
0: three. Yeah. yeah, You're creating your own damn sauce, baby. I like it. <laughs> I like it. All right, that's the mailbag. Get us out of here, Brent. Well, hey, thanks, guys. Another great one, long fun one. Um, uh, but hey, you know what? You gotta, gotta tip the cap to the uh TBT nasty natty squad. Um, guys, anything well done, else? boys. But... Well fucking done.
3: Cash, Kevin, Kane Kane, Ansenberger, the whole squad. team, Jake and Jaron, Troy, Honorary everybody. Oh, well done.
0: Can it's I a give a shout out as well to the old manager? Chad, do you know the old manager's name?
3: George. He's, oh, yeah. George. George. Oh yeah. I tell you what. I love George.
0: Every George good, is good team needs a hype, man. man. Every good team needs a George hype. George was
3: always the hype, man. George yeah. is around for like eight of Mick Cronin's years that you see.
0: Right. Exactly. George is
3: always there. I love George. Like, I, I love George. Like, I, I would kiss George on the mouth. I love George. <laughs> <laughs> He's great. 11.25 PM on
0: a <laughs> Monday night. Yes, but yeah, no, I follow him. Dream Chaser, I believe, is his uh his okay. handle. He's the and best. I follow him because he posts a lot best. of good things. And he is that man loves in- UC
3: on a level that, that most of us should aspire to.
0: He deserves to be in the shout-outs. But hey, guys, if we have nothing left, I know it's a late one. Um, but you know, TBT, they're they're rolling. Nas will be back. Next Monday night, uh, taking on the winner of whoever comes out of the Dayton Regional. So uh, Dayton, we'll, we'll figure out what to do with all that. But uh, a lot more excitement throughout this week as uh, we inch closer and closer to football season. Of course, basketball season is well coming up. So, you know, stay locked in. BCJ will have it all. But uh, no one has I, anything. I, yeah.
3: I got to go to bed. We'll, we'll have a nightcap tomorrow. There so you that's go. Late. I got radio.
0: Yeah, this is the bed. nightcap It'll tied in good. with it. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, I, but you know what? For
3: galactic
0: nice uh, fried chicken, yes, thank you, <laughs> yes, and thank you to Danco transmission and auto care. Thank you to Quick Paper Supply, thank you to Lone Miller Real Estate, you know, and, and of course, for my guys, my pals, the squad, the crew, Aaron Smith, Chad Brendel, Ryan Royer, I am Brent Young, and again, another fantastic BBP presented by BearcatJournal.com. See ya!